So hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Salop Cast for this season with myself, Glyn Price, and Ollie Warner. And I'm talking to you on a Saturday, Ollie, as we try something a little bit different, don't we? Yep, yeah, good idea, Glyn, from yourself to well, try something a bit different. Obviously, we're all at home, and we're at home as well. Mm. Um, and we thought, yeah, this is a good way of doing it. It's obviously mix it up a little bit. Um, we'll get some fans on after the game as well yep. um, to share their thoughts on the game. But yeah, it's going to be different. Obviously, we're kind of commenting on, on the game live and recording bits live. Um, so yeah, it should be an interesting approach to the game. And obviously, people get to see what our kind of thoughts are um, <laughs> as the game's going. Yeah, this this could be uh, bad if it goes really bad, to be fair. So yeah, as you say, we, we're obviously sitting at home. You're in, you're in your house and I'm in my house. Um, I've got my iPad on, you've got your computer on with the stream, which is currently going on. So we're, I think we're sort of 10 minutes before kickoff while we do this intro. So yeah, once the game starts, we'll, we'll just leave our mics open, Ollie, and we'll record something. And then on Sunday night, I'll edit it down to the extended highlights, really. And and the best thing for me, as you just mentioned at the end there, is it gives us a chance to um, get some some fans on at the end of the game in, in what we're terming the venting, as opposed to Radio Shropshire's <laughs> The Verdict. So yeah. I think we've got four, maybe five people lined up to just come on and talk to us at the end via Skype. So it won't just be a, a whole load of us talking this week. We should get some different voices on um one who's from a very far away which will be quite exciting if we can get that working yep. but yeah it's a, it's a really interesting um way to look at a game i don't think we'll do this every week because uh i do quite like to listen to the commentary sometimes but yeah as a one-off this will be an interesting thing and, and give us a bit of variety so we're obviously sitting here ollie as we just said 10 minutes to kick off and obviously we've had the teams for about an hour and we've had a, a bit of a chance at least to digest that but um do you want to run through the town starting lineup and, and how we're looking like we'll probably line up again yeah yep yeah, definitely so um Shrewsbury town this is quite bizarre, Glenn. Um, we're unchanged. So Shrews have an unchanged Shocking. lineup, uh, which has surprised the fans quite a bit. Mm. Um, so we're playing um, So we're playing 5-2-3. Um, we've got Milner and um, Daniels at full-back or wing-back. Um, we've got Williams, Ebanks and Pierre in the back three. Um, we've got Edwards and Norburn playing in central midfield. And then we've got Worley, who we suspect will play on the right wing. We've got Pugh, who will probably play as a false nine again, yep. sitting on their defence midfielder um, when we're defending, and which I suspect will be probably most of this game. Um, and then, um, yeah, we've got Tracy playing on the left flank. So were you surprised by that, Glenn? Uh, yeah, to say I'm surprised we're unchanged would be a bit of an understatement, to be honest with you, Ollie. Um, there was obviously talk this week about Burgoyne losing his place because um, Ilyev's on the bench, isn't he? So he he's potentially could have been pushing to get a, a starting line-up place back. I mean, it's just unusual. How many times has Sam Ricketts not changed the team um, back-to-back in league games? It can it is rare. happened a handful of times, can't it? And um, yeah, I, I, you know, we scored three goals last week. That's the positive, I suppose. He's trying to keep that more attacking mindset and, and, and how he unlocked the goals. But, you know, and he can't really play more defenders than we're currently playing at the moment. So I guess there is an argument, don't for, have any. <laughs> yeah, an argument for sticking with it. But um, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a case of seeing how it goes because this is a very tough game, isn't it, Ollie? Yeah, Ipswich are doing very well, but third in the league. Um, interesting, I found a few interesting stats. They are um, seventh for um, for goals scored, but seventeenth for number of shots. Yeah. So they're obviously very efficient. Um, <laughs> Put the opposite of and, us. Um, <laughs> yeah, the opposite of us. And and they've um, won the last five home games. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, and we'll go through some other stats through through the game as we're talking about it because we've got a pretty bad record there that I want to look at. But in terms of the team we're playing, just to give the other side of it, um, as as we're sitting here. But um, yeah, they've got Holy in goal, um, then they've got Chambers, Nasala. Um, I think I recognise that name from somewhere, Ollie. Um, uh, McGuinness and Ward, McGavin, Nolan, Bishop, Judge, Jackson, Nasir. So yeah, both the uh, the million pound players, as, as they're rumoured to have been for us, are starting Toto and Nolan. So again, again, for us watching this game, you know, dispassionately open shoes we win, but you know, a little bit of something to watch in terms of the opposition as well. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how Nolan gets on, and yeah, a lot of their fans don't seem happy that Toto's playing, <laughs> um, but he's certainly a decent um, League One team. Um, but yeah, their their fans don't seem too happy with their manager, which. 
I guess you can understand. At first, you'd look at it and you think, oh, they're all whinging. But to be fair, um, last season wasn't very good. Mm. I think they're quite unhappy with their manager. Um, so, yeah, any opportunity, I think, you know, fans will, will criticise it. Obviously, they've got a lot of fans as well. So, you, you don't have to see too many tweets, which would be a small percentage of their fan base. So, yeah, true. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one, Glenn. Um, and maybe a question for you, just as we're kind of closing the intro off. So, obviously, Sam Ricketts is still the manager. There's been under a lot of pressure. Um, would you expect this game as a bit of a free hit for him? And would you be really surprised if he was sacked after a defeat of a game where we expect to lose? If that makes sense. It depends how much we lose by. I mean, I've had my say on this. I, I'm looking for the next year. I'm looking for Sam Ricketts to move on as soon as possible. Um, you know, this is a massively hard game. If we got something like this, it would be pretty miraculous and actually is a feather in his cap. But it certainly wouldn't, for me, again, point towards a return to form anytime soon because we rarely put two wins back to back together. If we were to lose this three or four nil and it's abject, Ollie, and there's a there's a general downing of tools or lack of fitness and fight, I, you know, there's still that excuse and reason there for a chairman and, and a board to, to look at the situation and think, OK, that, that was a performance level that didn't warrant the manager uh, you know I suspect we won't see that Ollie is my view today I suspect that we will show a lot we're playing one of the better teams we tend to do better in these games I think that there might be something for us to hang our hat on here but you can't discount the fact that it might go tragically wrong today against a very strong home team um, and, and maybe changes are looked at there so there's lots of games coming up there's lots of things for us to play for um, and if we, we can't keep winning with Ricketts then I wouldn't be surprised to see him move on but yeah it, it's, this game is definitely as you point out Ollie, around that massive narrative of the manager being under pressure and the lack of win um, and we'll just have to see how it plays out today, mate. Yeah, no, it should be a good one. Looking forward to it. Okay, and the last question, Ollie, before we start, um, is uh, what are you drinking for this one, Ollie? Are you drinking or are you, you, is this too early for you in the day? Oh, uh, yeah, it's a bit too early, I think, for me <laughs> t- today. Um, I'm having, I've got a nice and vanilla Coke Zero. Uh-huh. Um, i probably have a cup of tea at half time. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely have a drink, I think, later on, but. Um, I believe you've got um, you've got a lot of sugar and oh, yeah. um, alcohol to keep you going. Well, there's only two things that can really get you through watching a Shrewsbury Town I follow stream, really, which is booze and, and a high amount of sugar, I think, because it's not the most interesting thing. Actually, doing this and talking to you during the game might make it a bit more interesting in the last few weeks. But, yeah, I've got a Krabby's and got some Haribo. I'm sure that'll see me through, Ollie, so I'll try not to munch on the microphone as we go. But, um, yeah, we'll we'll have a little break now and we'll be back for the kickoff. Did well to get his foot in. And here's Hackett. Tried the shot. Oh, a magnificent goal! Gary Hackett in the 72nd minute gives Shrewsbury a lead they deserve. So here we go, Ollie. Uh, Shrewsbury Town coming out in the white kit. Um, <laughs> not great in this kit, are we, Ollie? Let's be perfectly honest about it. But yeah, the teams are coming out now to do their little warm up. So yeah, Ollie, uh, uh, Burgoyne in his pink shirt. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's. It, it's probably worth starting with iFollow really, and that's doing this on it, Ollie. But just a quick one before we, before we look at the game, really. It, it, the more this happens, the more dispassionate I feel watching Shrewsbury Town on these iFollow streams. I don't know if you've, you're the same. Um, I quite like. I don't mind it too much. I obviously would rather be at the game. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I, I quite like the comfort of being at home sometimes. Have a cup of tea half time. Ain't too bad. But I I don't know. I just I think I just love watching football and particularly watching and analysing Shrewsbury. So it doesn't mm. really impact me as much, maybe as. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I think maybe because my maybe my the way I go to football, obviously I drive to the game on my own and stuff. I've quite a bit of a different experience, maybe um, with your, obviously you, your brother and your mates yeah. and your family. I often drive to Shrewsbury on my own, so I think I've got a bit of a different match to experience anyway. Yeah, it kills me on the Saturdays when I'm sitting in bloody Bellevue and there's a game going on like two minutes up the road and it's just, you know you can walk yeah, to the bridge. Yeah, that's true, because it's miles away from me anyway. <laughs> exactly, so it's all a bit odd. But that doesn't matter this week. Cause oh, Nolan's switched. just given Wally a big hug. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. It's nice to oh, see. Bless. 
Edwards is having a chat with someone he must know from his career as well. Yeah, they, they were big friends, weren't they, Nolan and Rob Wally, from what I can remember? Yeah, both. Um, is, yeah, Nolan's character, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was. So they yeah, must have travelled in together. Yeah, I think they did, didn't they? So oh, that's nice to see. I'm sure he won't be hugging him if he does well later on. But yeah, they're sort of moving over to, to the kickoff. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll just wait until we kick off. So yeah, kickoff. We're pretty much there now, Ollie. Um, the referee is wandering around whilst he waits for us to kick off and they're down on the knee uh, taking that moment before we kick off and yeah I suspect we'll be on our way we're kicking off towards the left hand side which I think was where we were sort of I think from where the camera is and where we were sitting last year we were down the left hand side looking across that goal there yeah. weren't we but um, we see the penalty no... didn't we and the, yes. the goal in the first 10 minutes <laughs> and Wally got sent off it was not a great day out was it to be fair no. if I had a great weekend well, it was a good day out yeah Oh dear, there we go. And the first ball forward from us is a very long diagonal. You wouldn't be surprised to learn, Ollie. So uh, obviously the game will take a minute to settle down. They never have the most high impact starts normally. Um, or they're saying that will probably say goal now. But um, we were just looking at the predictions, Ollie. You went for us to lose this four-one, and I went for us to lose this two-nil. Um, which is interesting. Uh, and my brother went for us to lose four-nil, didn't he? So yeah, anything above <laughs> anything above two-nil is 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 be a decent result for Ricketts today. But I thought as we're going through this one, Ollie, today, <clears throat> give it a bit of competition. I'm going to ask you some questions. We'll have a little mini prediction competition on who's going to be the first Shrewsbury Town player to get booked today, Ollie. First Shrewsbury Town player to get booked. Um, I'm going to go for Ebanks. Ebanks, okay. Um, I will go for Norburn. Okay, what minute will our first shot be? First shot in total, maybe 30 minutes. Okay, 30 minutes. Okay, I'll go. I'll go 25. And then first shot on target. Yeah, 65. Oh my goodness me. Um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I don't know, 52. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, so we've got a few things to track as we go through. But there we go. We're one minute in already, Ollie. And uh, yeah, game's settling down. They've got one of those fake crowds in the background. Have you have you thought why shoes haven't done that yet? Um, like I think probably maybe in terms of lack of people, I guess, lack of resources. <laughs> um, I'm not really too bothered about it. I've seen some people criticise, but I ain't too bothered. No, not me, to be honest. It's a bit of a it's a, a lot of effort for uh, probably only a little bit of income yeah. um, at the moment. So there you go. They're keeping all the season ticket money. But Ipswich are on their first attack here. I think uh, they've almost forced a corner, but we've cleared it away. So yeah, I'm I'm expecting them to keep coming at us pretty pretty early on here and, and probably try and turn the screw early doors. What do you think, Ollie? Yeah, I think so. Maybe we've just kind of pointed out Pew seems to be playing on the right hand side, mm. um, and Warley, I presume, is playing on the left hand flank with um, Tracy and um, playing as the Sunder central player um, in the front three. Um, which is a bit different to the last game. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the good thing about that is they've got the ability to, to mix it up between those three every yeah. week, haven't they? As none of them are actually a striker, but maybe they'll mix it up as the game goes on. You, know, you oh, never know. Really, actually, but, all over the yeah. place. Wally's on the right flank now, so who knows? <laughs> no, who knows? We'll wait. We'll have to wait and see. I guess that's the danger. Well, we will oh, talk this we moment Wally's burst into the box. That's got to be a pen. It's a penalty. He's given it. What a start. He's asking for the red card, Wally, here. He's saying that's last man. He's not getting any joy out of that, but he's won the no. penalty and... Yeah, that's brilliant, Ollie. Got in front of him, and yeah, oh, him. I thought he brought him down. It's, it's yeah, a bit harsh maybe, but he, he's a definite contact, and none of the Ipswich players seem to be complaining. Okay, here's the problem with recording during the game, Ollie. Someone's at my door. You talk us through this penalty. I'll be back. I'm back, Ollie. Just in case you were talking, but yeah, penalty not taken yet. Who's taking it? So Ollie Norburn's going to take the penalty. Turns around quickly, and oh, he scores! Oh, so, what a start! Good penalty from Ollie Norburn. We didn't expect that, did we, Glenn? That's our prediction no, gone. First shot on target and first shot of three minutes. So, yeah, shows how negative our predictions were a minute ago. But, yeah, he's straight down the middle. Keeper could have probably did a bit better with that, I think, Ollie. I'll look at the replay now. But um, he certainly gets yeah, some hands straight down it. the middle, oh, keeper. Keeper frustrated that. with that one, weren't he? Yeah, but no, counts. 1-0 Shrewsbury. And, and to be fair, this is not what was in the script. And um, it's probably the sort of thing we needed, really, with, with how we're playing, to get ahead and... 
you know, maybe unsettle Ipswich a little bit more than and if they'd have got control of it. But yeah, that's what Wally's in the team for. It's what we've kind of missed over the last few weeks, wasn't it? That direct running at players and, and making defenders think. Yeah, he's always been that threat for us, hasn't he? Um, yeah. He's often got, uh, you know, taken pressure off us and got opposition, lots of yellow cards and, and kind of penalties. And yeah, that was another good one. Classic Wally running in and obviously that's going to be a threat for them there. They're going to be very conscious of that. Mm. And it was from, you know, a long ball from the back, wasn't it? It might have been one of the midfielders playing it, but they were certainly in our half and it was a, a little dink over the back that got us going. And um, we look quite lively here. I think we've just won another corner. And yeah, it, it, we have said this about Ricketts. The one thing we've continually said across this period is that we do tend to play a little bit better against the better teams, don't we? Yeah. Which is an internal frustration because we put in some dog-awful performances against the awful teams. And, you know, may, maybe a run of games against the good teams might actually change our fortunes. That would be very, that would be very Sam Ricketts of it, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Um, yeah, when we were talking the last podcast, we were talking about the fixtures. We've got MK Don, Stanley, Charlton, Hull, Sunderland and Doncaster coming up. So, yeah, if we can do well against bigger teams, then, yeah, we won't be in a relegation fight. But it's early days yet. Yeah, and we're doing pretty well, Ollie, to have scored a goal because that is the first goal they've conceded at home all season. Um, they've had a clean sheet in all of their games so far. They played five won five, scored eight and um, not conceded a goal. So we've done better than the the five teams that have been to Portman Road so far this season. So again, another reason why I was fairly negative. They've been bulletproof at home, but we've already started to to show some chinks in that armour. And um, yeah, it's it's great. I think we're in here again here. Wally's almost in over the top, same ball again. They look very leaden-footed at the back, Ollie Ipswich, to me in this first five minutes. They do. They do. They seem to be surprised by the ball over the top. Um, Maybe they came into the game expecting an easy ride. Um, maybe mm. the psychology of it and for them is 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 has gone the other way and yeah we we started quite brightly. Well, yeah, as we know with Sam Ricketts and Shrewsbury Town, it's never easy, and there were always yeah. a few pitfalls to come. So yeah, we'll see how the rest of this game develops. Sorry, just watching this develop here. One one of the things I've noticed about Toto, a couple of times we've sort of given him the ball at his feet. Um, he still looks like he might have a bit of an, an error in him, doesn't he? Um, I can maybe see why Ipswich fans maybe maybe are quite negative. I suppose they're probably negative about loads of things, but yeah, I, I maybe he hasn't eliminated that out of his game yet. What do you think? Yeah, he's always a bit clumsy, wasn't he? Um, decent <laughs> player for us, obviously, but a bit clumsy. Oh, that was oh. a good cross into the box. So yeah, attack down the left hand side um, from Ipswich. Um, Harry Burgoyne showing he's got a quite impressive tash coming on there. What is that? Um, but yeah, decent ball in the box from Ipswich. Ipswich are playing 4-3-3. Four, um, four, three, three. Um, and Nolan's playing very much a kind of role that he played for in the Paul Hurst side, isn't he, Glenn? He's playing in, in, a, in a central three, but he pushes on. Yeah, he looks to me like the more attacking number 10, um, which is oh, something we vastly miss, isn't it, since he left? But um, I, I guess Burgoyne's moustache is Movember, isn't it? Isn't it Movember yeah. again at the moment? Um, so I can't, I'm having a look to see if anyone else has gone for it. It used to be, you, you know, you get six or seven players in a team going for it, but I can't see anyone else with a tash at the moment, but we'll, we'll keep an eye out. We should just talk about it. The camera, for me, I've, I've got <laughs> bad eyesight, but it looks like I'm looking at something from about 50 miles away on this camera. Oh, but I, love, prefer I this. prefer, yeah. Was it, where were we a few weeks ago? Cambridge. Um, Cambridge. Oh my God! Yeah, that the guy, the guy or girl was zoomed in so much that you couldn't even, yeah, you couldn't see who they were passing to. Um, so mm. yeah, I'd much prefer the kind of the the, the more te- classic TV approach. It is the telly, the telly, telly camera that you get on FIFA. Oh, here we go. Long distance one. Good counter attack from Shrewsbury. Awful at the back. <laughs> what are they doing? Oh, good oh, pass from Morley. Yeah, Tanner Tar- Tar- started very brightly going forward. We're getting men forward, and we're not we're not scared to counter, but also get men forward. We had we had two or three men in the box then. That was good to see. For ages, we've lamented the lack of pacey, attacking, tricky players that will 
go at players. And, you know, you can't argue then from the three goals we got last week and from how we started this that the front three do offer us so much more than Clark, Cummings and Ado. Let's be honest yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's got a lot more balance to it. They're all, all, all really comfortable running forward with the ball. I mean, yeah. if you're going to play counter-attack in football, that's what you need. Um, so yeah. it'll be interesting when Leon Clark comes back. But, yeah, this, this front three so far, um, two games, four goals, that's a lot better than we've seen so far. Oh, good attack. They're good, aren't they? They're good at passing the ball. They pass with pace and they attack then quite direct, but good passing football and another save for Burgoyne to make. Harry's going to have a lot of work to do today, no matter what happens. Um, But they don't look good at the back, do they, at switch? No. Um, no. Another ball over the top for Worley, um, putting their left back under pressure, um, was another good attack. You can see this game being three three again. <laughs> That's got that kind of feeling about it, hasn't it? Which is which is the oddest thing about it. But um, I'm cur- I don't know about you, Ollie. I'm currently getting all those random numbers that flash up on your iFollow screen, like just random numbers in the top right corner, then in the middle of the screen. It's been happening Not quite a lot me. over the last few weeks. It's really Not bizarre. They obviously think that you're doing piracy, man. I don't know Good what's cross. going on. Oh, decent effort again. Wally on the ball, cross to the box, keeper yep. flex. This has been a good start to the game, Grim. We can't criticise this one so far. Nope. Nope, can't at all. And um, I was just saying, both teams seem to be finding space when they attack. You know, it's it's quite open on their you know their pitch. There's plenty of room for nice passes, and yeah, it's an interesting watch so far, I suppose. Um, one thing we're talking about, Wally, he's been pretty influential in this first ten minutes. But it, it's interesting; he's going to reach his two hundredth game for Shrewsbury Town if he doesn't get injured today and plays on uh, the next game. But it's a milestone that not many people in the modern age get to. Obviously, you had the Langmeads and um, a few others uh, over the last few years. But yeah, two hundred will be a nice milestone for Sean Wally and his longevity with the football club, won't it? Yeah, it's very rare. We normally have players for one year or so at the moment, don't we? One couple of years and that's it, and they move on. So yeah, it's quite rare and. Yeah, it's a good testament to Wally. He'll be definitely a player that will that we remembered for a long time. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting because yeah, we've got um, yeah, he's on, he's on 199 now. But Dave Edwards will be the next one to get there. He's on 186, so yeah, he only needs another 14 games to get 200 as well. And um, obviously that's a, a milestone. He'll be probably desperate to get to as well. So yeah, we'll, we could probably get both of those in in the next before Christmas. Well, maybe we get 15, 14 games before Christmas. Probably not actually. It's a bit too many, isn't it? But um. Early into the new year, I feel like watching this ice follow stream. I should be reporting that you know there are goals going in elsewhere, Ollie, but that no, isn't what we're here for. Today. <laughs> the scores flash up on the screen, but yeah, there we go. So twelve and a half minutes in, all going well so far, uh, and no serious major threats to Ipswich. So keep it up, lads. So Ollie, one thing I'm noticing here, sort of, as, as this game's developing, is our actual we're actually implementing a high press reasonably well at the moment yeah. as well. I'll give give them credit for that so far. And then I know that's going to be pretty energy sapping, um, and we've seen our energy drop at the end of games. So got to hope that the week off kind of means that we can do that for 90 minutes this week, Ollie. Yeah, and interesting. Pew seems to be sitting really quite deep on yeah. the defending. He seems to be going playing more of a central midfielder, um, like a 10, but does go quite deep when we defend as well. So yeah, that's something else to just to keep your eye on. Trying to play the ball behind Milner. So. Milner? Milner. <laughs> I'd like Milner. Miller. <laughs> Miller, yeah, he's chased it out for a goal kick, so so that's fine. But um, yeah, and, and again, our ropey defence, no no real shaky moments so far, no mistakes in them after 15 minutes. So again, that's all Ricketts would have been wanting, wouldn't it, in that, in that team talk at the start of the game. Just keep it tight for that first 15 minutes to see if we can nick a goal. And he's got exactly what he wanted, hasn't he? Yeah, when, remember last season we didn't score many goals in the first 15. So yeah, we're breaking a trend here maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Oh, that is that oh. not a penalty? I thought that was a penalty. Really Jeez, nice that... bit of football from Shrewsbury. Yeah. Through ball to Mark Pugh. He runs, he turns. Um, the defender looks like he takes his feet and he and he goes down. Yeah, we weren't talking then. And I just shouted pen, but yeah, I totally agree. That looked like a pen. Look, he got caught. The 
the um, Ipswich defender was was looking at him like he dived. So I'm not too sure. I mean, might get a replay. Might, might have been good acting or... from either player. We're not sure yet, but hopefully we get yeah. a replay. But but again, more evidence of us getting their their defenders unsettled. Yeah. They they took a really nice position in the front three then in terms of giving them lots of options and actually having space to turn and go into. But this is so open this game in terms of the the space on the pitch. There's just loads of space for people to run into. The referee's given us loads so far, which is helpful. But yeah, you, you oh, know, you're going to see a. So if he goes into the box, he turns him. Ooh. Oh, he, to be honest, he looks like he put his leg out towards the defender because he knew he yeah. couldn't get it. I don't think it was a dive. I think he went looking for something there. Yeah. It wasn't a wasn't a horrendous dive. I don't think I would have been happy if we got got, got that given against us. No, but yeah, happy. more more evidence of us finding space to run into into the box, um, which is which is great. So yeah, it's um it's all. It's all looking very rosy at the moment, but um, I'd be looking for a second goal before half-time, Ollie. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that ball behind their full-back and pulling their central defenders out is working really well. Pew, again, threatening on the switch-back line. Um, but you've got a good stat here, Glenn. Yeah, just, well, we're looking at Twitter, obviously the game goes on, but I'd already made a note of this in the agenda beforehand that we hadn't um, scored a goal at Portman Road since 1967. It turns out that's the first league goal away at Ipswich since 1957, not 67, so it was 10 years before I thought it was. So, you know, we'd only been in the league seven years by that point. So a very rare goal at Portman Road for us. So, um, you know, another another feather in the cap of the lads today just to get that. And, you know, let's hope it's not the last. I think there's definitely more goals in it. Um, you know, we could double, double our lot, I suppose. But, yeah, an interesting stat in terms of that because our record has been awful. Um, at Portman Road, Ollie. We've been there 12 times. We've had one draw uh, and we've lost um, 11. So <laughs> a draw would be pretty miraculous today. Um, and we're on course for more. So, yeah, interest, interesting. I do agree with that ball over the top, though, you just mentioned. It is pulling them out of position and, and yeah. killing them a little bit. But it is interesting. Every time they play it, it seems to be one of our different players running onto it. First time it was Wally. And then they say that last time was was um, Pew. And it's also been Tracy at one point. So it's very fluid up front. More fluid than we've had in a front three for a long time. And we're working hard all across the pitch. And there's an interesting stat from um, an Ipswich an analytical account that pointed out that we've got we're, there's like a stat in about um, defensive kind of passes in in our back line. And we what mm-hmm. we got we basically forced the opposition to play a low number of passes. Um, okay. But then I did reply to the guy, and I'm interested to get your view on this. Is I think sometimes teams play us over the top. So if you think about the Rochdale game, the Bristol Rovers games, the Burton games, teams would try and play the ball over the uh, over the top of us. So yes. while it is a good stat in terms of pressing, I think there is a bit of context there. Yeah, and we've seen how many times we've come undone with that ball over the top. And interestingly, they haven't really tried it one shape, which they've been trying to run at us and use the space. But um, just looking at the, the, the screen here, Ollie, not something that I really wanted to see because uh, I've got a lot of time for, for him as a player. But yeah, John Nolan's down, feeling some part of his upper leg, whether it's his thigh or just the top of his calf, but um, could even be his knee, but he doesn't look in good shape. And he, I think he did go down early on in the game, Ollie, um, whilst we were talking about something. And I think this is the second time he's been down, so it might be that we've seen the last of John Nolan, which... Ah, oh, a bit of a shame because I was he was looking forward to playing against us, but um, that's the way football goes, isn't it? Yeah, it's a disappointment for them. He's a good player, um, but it could maybe yeah force them to make a change, which could work in their favour. Yeah, I mean he's been quite active in this game, Nolan. So I don't think it's a change they'd want to make. But yeah, it looks looks here they're looking at the screen that their manager's looking to make a change now. So yeah, John Nolan lasts twenty minutes against us. I think we'll count that as a positive. Oh, see him put his knee up then, yeah. cheeky twat. Keepers, keepers. <laughs> I don't like keepers. Can get away with all sorts, can't they? That's disgraceful. Yeah. If you had ran into him, he didn't took his flipping jaw out or something. That was horrible. Oh, Goalkeepers seem to be able to get away with all sorts. 
Mm. We should we should say Ollie while we're back and having a chat again. Um, yeah, Nolan did go off yeah. uh, for what was his name? Langster. You look pretty lanksty, lanky. Um, but yeah, so they made their sub, um, but no changes Ooh, yet. He's been on a nice minutes. through ball from Ipswich, and Harry Bergoyne was out quickly to cover. Um, good yeah. defending there from Shrews. But yeah, they're trying to trying to turn us and play the ball behind us, uh, but on but on the ground rather than over the top. There's definitely more goals in this yeah. game, but you've mentioned it once or twice already. They're working so hard, Town, especially yeah. in midfield too. We've been very critical of Auburn um, over the last few weeks, but he's working his ass off. And Edwards, to be fair, as well, he's doing doing really well in terms of that work that he needs to do. So, got to give the midfield a bit of credit here. They're slightly they've been reading so... our tweets, Glenn. <laughs> well, you know, it's a matter of time until we get a finder's fee for for some of this stuff. But yeah, I, I think I'm just looking at Twitter. Some of the reaction there, you know, um, a few fans saying, "Yeah, this has been a brilliant, brilliant start." But similar to last week, you know, we started well last week. It, this is the test now, isn't it? And obviously a harder test against Ipswich. It's making sure we see something like this through um, and, and get all the way to the end and the three points. So that'll be the challenge today and a very hard challenge um, with sort of three quarters of the game left to go, but not beyond us, Ollie, I don't think. So, Ollie, uh, just to give you an idea of how some people I know, Shrewsbury Town fans, have, have had a look at this start, you know, I've got like a group chat with the away supporters where, like, obviously all the lads that were playing last season um, kind of chirp up. And someone on there has just described Wally uh, looking like Mbappe. So, obviously, someone's very excited. Uh, I'll name him. drinking more than you, mate. Uh, Mike Gregg, that is. Um, he has had some feedback from that saying, never in any universe I thought that comparison would ever be made. So, <laughs> yeah, it's um, <laughs> interesting. And, yeah, some people saying, in all seriousness, we look decent here and this is a good start. So, um, reading that on Twitter as well uh, kind of reflects that fans are, are pretty impressed with this stuff so far. And rightly so. I think we've got our tactics spot on. We've got our energy levels high. We've taken advantage of the chance we've been presented. And it's a platform to build on. It's It'll be a, a case now of seeing if we build on it. And, um, yeah, we're half an hour in now. We're sort of getting towards half time. Keep it tight, I think, will be the message. Oh, so we'll do So they're number 42. I can't see his name. Off. And they're deep-line playmaker. We're, yeah. we're, wherever he gets the ball, he, that's the trigger to, put, to try and tackle him. So yeah. as soon as he gets the ball, just then he had Pew, Tracy... Um, all on him, and if Tracy, yeah. if it wasn't a foul, and Wally would have been yeah in on a through ball against two central defenders. So that's something for us to keep an eye on, Glenn, and something that that seems to be working quite well. We seem to be yeah triggering that central midfielder. Yeah, he got stuck on the ball at forty-five. There, he, he he doesn't look like he's got particularly quick feet. Um, so yeah, he's definitely the one to push. But he, he seems to be in the middle of the triangle of those three players, doesn't he? And so he is the one that we're very quickly onto. He's he's not playing in a huge amount of space. So again, look, looks looks tactically quite astute that that move at the moment. And um, yeah, we just need to nick it off him a couple of times and, and get a run in on goal, um, which I'm sure will happen again at some point. Yeah, you can see what it's what you're trying to do. Um, yeah, playing the ball to feet. And then, and then basically, yeah, making making second runs. Um, good opportunity there for it. Switch. And Jackson nearly nearly shot, but ended up passing to midfielder who shot in the end, and good save from Harry. But yeah, they're a good threat going forward. They look very well organised. Yeah, I'm surprised. You know, we're 35 minutes in now. I'm surprised there's just been the one goal in all honesty, because there's been a fair few half chances and decent chances, and you know, striking units playing quite well. I think, but um, yeah, it's it's. I'm sure goals will come, Ollie. Um, but yeah, I hope they don't. If it stays like this, that'll be fine. Oh, the one merit of recording these games from Ollie, I should mention, uh, is that you know you, your family have been out all morning and suddenly decide to come right in the middle of it. So there may be maybe more noises in the background of a, of a Southcast this week than you might normally expect. But um, I'm sure we'll be fine, Ollie. This is this is this is new new territory for us, isn't it? Yeah, it's you definitely have more of the ball. Sixty-three percent possession. Um, they've had two shots. We've had one, but obviously, importantly, we got we, we scored. So. Makes a change. 
Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry, you can hear the noise in the background there. My wife just bought me in two sausage rolls from Greg's, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm well happy, mate, and this is what you need. It's almost like getting the half-time food that, you know, just for half-time, Ollie, but, um, yeah, that, that's another bonus of, of working in a podcast well, from home. So I can, I, I can talk for a bit while you munch on those. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Don't worry. I can mute my mic if I need to. But, yeah, I, we're definitely not... We've definitely conceded more of the ball I think as this half's going on um, since we got the goal we've definitely done the usual thing of sitting back I suppose at this point of the game that's not the worst idea you know we're not inviting loads of pressure on in those last 10-15 minutes is where we normally come unstuck but um, yeah I, I suspect we won't we won't attack as much frequently as we were in those opening sort of 15-20 minute spell but um yeah, it'll be a case of grinding through to half time now. That's how Ricketts likes to do it, isn't it, Ollie? That's his that's his tactic, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think we're, we're very good. Um, well, we've tried to play possession football this year. It hasn't quite worked, has it? We haven't scored many goals. Um, but yeah, kind of reverting to type here, aren't we? Playing counter-attacking against, the, as you said earlier, we do well against the bigger sides. Typically, we did last season. Let's see how we do this season, because obviously played more of the teams in the lower half of the table. Um, but yeah, yeah that, you made a noise there, there, Glenn. Um, yeah. yeah, it looked like it was almost a handball <laughs> by Pew, but we got away. With VAR, it. that's a pen, I reckon. Yeah, corner came in and Pew goes to clear it, but sort of shanks up onto his own arm, down, and then clears it. I, I suppose he's lucky there were no Ipswich players around him when he did that. Because a couple, one um, person, um, yeah, one person tried, and here's the replay. I mean, definitely his arm. Oh, I don't yeah. need the replay for that. That Ref- is handball. Referees, <laughs> yeah, in the new rule, that is handball. So we got we got lucky there. Be interested to yeah. see what the Switch fans think online. Oh well, they'll be moaning as usual about everything, you know. That's that's what they do. But yeah, so we got away with one maybe there. I don't know. It was been, I don't know, been a bit a bit harsh. It feels like, but um, got away with it as we clear it down the field, and uh, yeah, the game settles back into its pattern. We we sit a bit deep, and and we're letting Ipswich pass it around in midfield, and yeah, so far they're not finding any click opportunities, Ollie. I know our other predictions on shots on target were pretty bad, but who just got the first booking, Ollie? Norburn. So you got Norburn. Yeah. Yes. So um, yeah, there their fifth number fifteen for them is a very good, uh, good, good at running with the ball, and um, yeah, Norburn yeah. Um, wasn't going to let him go. Him. Yeah, took him <laughs> out. It wasn't a horrible tackle, it was just horribly late, no. wasn't it? It wasn't the sort of thing you're ever going to get sent off for. But yeah, I think that's the first tackle he's made in the game and he got booked, so, you know, maybe a bit harsh. But um, Yeah, know, that was, was a yellow was, card. It, it, was definitely, uh, it was definitely coming from the challenge, wasn't it? So, yeah, there we go. Is he going to be the one to get the red card and completely ruin this game? Who knows? Um, but fingers crossed not. Oh, there's a bit of Barney in the box. Oh, no, it's just Pierre sort of falling over. But yeah, the ball in from the free kick, though, was pretty woeful and they've just headed it straight out for a goal kick, so... Yep, we're, we're still seeing it out. Harry Burgoyne is not rushing to take goal kicks, Ollie, no. 33 minutes in. I, I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah, he's taking his time. <laughs> and one thing I think is one thing we can do um, in, on this one, Glenn, is we've, we've haven't talked about fitness on any really any of the podcasts. I think it's because it's a bit easy, isn't it, to start and start whinging about um, fitness levels. Uh, but it's definitely something that fans have been discussing. Um, and the manager this week said that our fitness levels are excellent. Well... Even just the fact that we've got players coming back from injury all the time, how you can have amazing fitness coming back from injury is is a miracle, if it's true. Um, it's something we can monitor, obviously, watching the game this way, and we can you know, let's keep a, something to keep an eye on in the second half. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've looked at it the last few weeks and how we've faded in some games, particularly, obviously, at the end of the Swindon game where we sat back really far and, um, you know, we just didn't look like we had the legs to do anything other than that. It'll, we're putting a lot of effort into this game, Ollie, I would say, 34, 35 minutes into it, and... Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether we do fade second half. But haven't we got five subs now, Ollie, from today? Yeah, we have got five subs. Yeah, so that probably does play into our hands a little bit with fitness maybe not being as it has been under, you know, for example, Paul Hurst, where um, Doig and, uh, and Chris Skitt had them probably as fit as they've ever had. So, you know, having those five subs is going to make a big difference to us, I think. 
Yeah, no, I think it will help. Although you won't but, use them. <laughs> well, it will help. Well, it help. It will help everyone, won't it? But then, yes. the thing I'm a bit concerned about is obviously it means that if you've got a, you know, five really good players on your bench, you can bring them on in the last ten minutes or so, um, and it does favour the bigger sides. But obviously, League One is a bit closer, and then maybe the Premier League, um, and definitely will help us if we're defending and working, working hard to keep them out. Yeah, I think that that for us is is the thing. Except we haven't got any defenders, centre backs that we can swap for tired centre backs, have we? So it probably means that if we'd have known five five subs was going to be a thing, we might have balanced the squad a little bit better. But I'm, I'm sure we can find people to slot in if needs be, and we're lacking a bit of legs at the back. Brad Walker can come on and do a job for the last five minutes. Oh, Ipswich just flashed one wide there, but no danger to Harry. So yeah, it is an interesting change. I'm not a big fan of it, as you say, for the competitive balance in the, in the top leagues and stuff. But um. Yeah, maybe it doesn't have as big of an influence for us, but it'll be interesting how the rest of the season goes in terms of who, who's making five subs every week and what sort of an impact that's having. Will we see more late goals because there are fresh players coming on? I yeah. don't know. No, we'll definitely another long shot. Yeah, it will definitely have an impact. I think in the last latter part of the game, especially if you think, you know, um, you know, I don't know, you win or you're drawing, and you bring on three new three strikers or two wingers yeah. and a striker, or alternatively, you bring on uh, you know three central defenders. That's going to change. I have to say, I think Ipswich are missing Nolan, as much as I would say. He was offering a little ball in that 10 roll where he could turn and, and go with it. And there are some times when they're looking for that ball, and I'm not sure this new guy coming on is really is really in that position. We're getting a replay of that Wally chance outside the box, but um, no real Nothing danger doing. to keep that one, Ollie. Yeah, he kept it kept it pretty straight at the keeper. But yeah, it was nice to see us having another another go at goal. We're certainly, certainly trying to take our shots when they come at the moment, which is good. So um, yeah, free kick, town, 36 in. I don't know. We'll have to see. I say you talk about fitness, we see how the defenders get on. They're working really hard. Like Pierre's out wide here trying to shut things down. Um, Williams is running around. Various people. Oh, dear. Ipswich could be in here, Ollie. Pull back. Ooh, oh, it's off the line. I thought you were going to have the commentator's oh. curse there, Glenn. Yeah, really Crikey good through Moses. ball from Jackson. Um, just as Glenn was saying, we were doing well defending. Um, yeah, loads of space. Um, the ball behind um, Pierre. Um, Jackson plays it back. Um, and then a really good block on the line from Ebanks, and then another yep. block from Williams, and it goes out for a corner. Um, good defender from yeah. Shrewsbury. And to be honest, bodies on the line is something we've been missing um, so far this season. Yeah, there's four of them just diving in there to save that moment, which was. Oh, was that not a pass in the back? By Williams, then from a it's corner. Not, yeah, it looked like a looked like something was going on there. Uh, it was funny that whole thing started. Where I was talking about how Pierre was working hard and come out wide, but that all started with him being out wide yeah. and then getting caught out of position. But yeah, Ipswich had another claim for a penalty for us. The corner came in and they're coming again here, Ollie. But oh, we've just about we've just about seen it out. But turning the screw a little bit, as you would expect, as we get towards half time. But we've only got to last out another six seven minutes now. So um, yeah, some good chances there for Ipswich and, and manful defending. We'll give them credit for that. It was uh, bodies on the line stuff, even if we we were not quite in the shape we need to be so um, yeah Pierre needs to just maybe not come running out and, and covering those moments off trust his left and left back and, and right wing back and, and, and stay in the middle where you need to be oh skills from Daniels that was amazing oh, that's so we had two men on him he did a fake <laughs> look and turned and they and basically those two players went the wrong way and he moved off um, yeah we've lamented um, Daniels is um, defending at times but when he's on the ball um and when he's doing a delivery, he is um, a class above, isn't he? Yeah, I think that we've been quite critical of Pew and Daniels because when they came in, they clearly hadn't played much football and they weren't up to speed. But more games they play, the more they look like very good League One players, I think, or at least good League One players. And, you know, you suspect if they were staying the rest of the season and, and were playing every week, they'd be, you know, once they got into their groove after Christmas, they'd be absolutely dangerous players. I mean, Pew already is, I suppose. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where we keep holding Molly. That's the number one problem with those two, isn't it? <laughs> Just nobbled another player. So yeah, Pew came in and tackled the right back, 
who was some under pressure and it looks like he caught him on his heel. Um, but yeah, clear tactic from Taron to put pressure on Ipswich and mm. then not let them play out. It's working very well. It's, it's a tactic that's working well at the moment. And he's gone down this player now. So <laughs> and it wasn't it malicious, be... was it? It wasn't no, malicious no. at all. It was just a bit, a bit, a bit. Yeah, he was um, dawdling on the ball and he got caught and it was a, just a, um, yeah, it was, a, it was an accident, wasn't it? So the 45 minutes up, Ollie. Um, just seen the little number flash up on the iFollow um, for four extra minutes, which is fair enough. There's been a couple of injury breaks, hasn't there? But Ipswich have really not done well in this last five minutes. I mean, then they've just gone to switch a diagonal and it's just gone straight out of play. And yeah, they don't look like they're right on their best form now in going into this injury type spell. I'm not I'm not overly worried at the moment. Yeah, I'd agree with that uh, kind of in terms of the performance from Shrewsbury's been really good. Um, Ipswich have been threatening, but they haven't been great. They've broken us. They've taken us you know, out and got into good positions quite a few times. So there's still, there's definitely a threat from them. Um, it be interesting to see if Paul Lambert can kind of make a few tweaks at half-time um, to try and get them uh, more into the game. Um, and as we said yeah. earlier, it's going to be a test for us fitness-wise. Keep on going. Um, but to be fair to the manager, you know, we, we will criticise him, but we also we also we'll always give him um, praise when it's deserved. He's set us up really well for this game. Um, and the tactic of you know balls um, into the front three, carrying to attack in, um, has worked really well. Yeah, this is when we've had good results, like at the big teams in the FA Cup and some of his better away league performances. They've they've been exactly like this, haven't they? They've been gritty, you know, hard working. But different though, give him credit, different. You know, we don't normally play these kind of the balls we're playing here and the tactics we're playing is a bit different. But yeah, I agree with the kind yeah. of the general premise. Yeah, I, I still, I personally would say as, as positive as this half has been because we're winning away at Ipswich since the goal and maybe... 20, 25 minutes in, we've pretty much sat back and only had a fleeting chance of goal. You know, that, that Wally shot. We're not we're not playing amazingly free-flowing no. football at times. So it is still backs to the wall and a bit like that Sunderland victory we had at home yeah. was it last season. It's it's a game very much like that where there was enough to be excited about, but also, you know, we're playing to our limitations now at a 1-0 away at a big club. So, you know, it, it's working. It's fine. It's just a case of how far will we continue to sit back as the game goes on? And that's what Ricketts has been saying, isn't it? Is that we tend to just find ourselves getting into that moment in, in the first half. Off, you don't worry about it but it'll be one for us to watch uh, like you were talking about the fitness quite how deep we get as the second half goes on so it'll be really interesting to see how it switch come out of the second half and um, i'll be expecting a, a you know a, a, some changes probably from lambert um maybe i'm not sure if he'll, he'll throw cups of tea and all that kind of stuff but um yeah he'll, he'll encourage his team i'm sure to kind of play to their game and it'll be a test second half for shrewsbury a good half and um yeah enjoyable enjoyable half of football as well so, we're just about to kick off the second half. I'm just looking at some stats at half-time, Glenn. Something we probably need to be quite mindful of is we gave away nine fouls in that half. Yeah. Um, and we only had one yellow card. Um, but if we keep doing... You know, we're pressing, we're trying to win the ball. We're not being dirty. But it's something we need to probably need to be mindful of, especially if they're going to have 60-plus possession again. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting looking at the fans' reaction at half-time. You know, everyone's really pleased with that first half. But... You know, noting what we just did in the in the chat we've had there about how we were sitting deep and we didn't really impose ourselves as the half went on. I suppose, you know, let's not look at the negatives. We're winning. We've got something to, to hold on to. So, yeah, I, I suspect this will be a half where they create more chances in that first half um, and particularly good chances. But, yeah, it'll be a case of seeing if they break it down. But, yeah, avoiding a red card would be pretty vital in this game. And, um, <laughs> you know, Norburn, yeah. Norburn looks the most likely, I suppose, on, on the yellow. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed. So let's, let's compare that then. So they had five shots in the first half, Glenn, two on target. Let's see if they have more in the second I suspect they will. I suspect they will within about 15 minutes. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we've, we've looked pretty resolute at the back. So 
no reason why that will change. It doesn't look like there's wind or anything like that that's affecting the game that we had behind our back first half. So um, it is windy, windy-ish in Shrewsbury today. I don't know what's like an Ipswich, but um, you know we're not listening to the commentary today. That's the one thing. We're kind of missing out in a bit of context, I suppose. But um, it doesn't look windy, does it, to be honest? So ball over the top. So oh. maybe that's something they've been talking about. First time they've done that, really. <laughs> ball over the top. Jackson comes out. Um, and then, yeah, Burgoyne runs into him, doesn't he? Then... <laughs> it's just took him out completely and... They're asking for a penalty. I don't, they ain't getting one. Um, but it, it was funny because Burgoyne kind of gets the ball. It bounces back off one of our players and, and just trickles yeah. just wide. And we were just talking about how many chances they're going to have. You know, they've had one after less than a minute, Ollie, which is maybe a little bit concerned. But it was a it was a long ball, Ollie. What did we say about what yeah. we're struggling with? The first chance they've got, they got our defenders turning, running back at goal, and it caused us all sorts of trouble. So maybe they've realised that's the tactic second half. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Oh, there's a man down again. Sub. Yeah, Bishop for them, they're right back. I think oh, he's right back, he's down again. Um, yeah, he's not happy. The player's given a substitute signal here, isn't he? One of the other players, I don't think that's Alan Judge. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Since we were, sort of, were talking just a second ago, they actually had another two long balls. You know, their, their first three kind of attacking balls forward were all long balls over the back, and we defended the other two quite well. But um, as you said, mixing it up or, or maybe going more direct, we'll, we'll see. But um yeah, oh dear, they're not having a great time with injuries. I suppose this does bring us to the point of you know the five subs, and we briefly talked about it before, but it does seem like teams are starting to pick up more injuries. It's not just that we've had a lot at Shrewsbury. There seems to be that a lot of teams have got players who are kind of going out with muscular injuries, and maybe because of the relentlessness of football being compressed into this small season, maybe it is a, is a fair thing. I don't know. Um, it's a bit weird to bring but it in me, after three season. For me, the subs is like almost too late. Almost, for me, like you can't... Let's take Liverpool... He played Salah um, um, before today, whatever, whenever they play next. Trent and Salah had played virtually every single minute. I think Trent had, had mid- missed one minute of, of seven games or something. Yes. And then he gets injured and he's moaning about subs. Well, he never took him off. He didn't rest. Him. No. So for me, it's it's a part of a wider conversation. I think, yeah, five subs is, is great. But in the Liverpool-Man City game, Pep only made one sub, but he's talking about five subs. So I think... I think sometimes I think it's I don't know whether it's the the media asking them the question and they're just responding to it or they generally want this agenda. But for me, you need to do both. Don't you? you need to rotate players and you need to uh, and the subs can help. But you can't just have one without the other. So another classic um, way to attack Shrewsbury Town there. Mm. Ball behind Roshan Williams. Um, I thought that went for a corner then. He went for Shrewsbury Town goal kick. But yeah, you know. The two, they've done two things a bit more this half, haven't they, Glenn? Balls behind um, the central defenders and also that longer ball. So it'd be interesting to see if, if Town react. Yeah, I mean, on the right, Miller's actually quite advanced, if you look, Ollie, and it is giving them a little bit of space to put it in behind him and then bring Rashawn across and, and unsettle our back three. I think that's not a bad tactic from Ipswich's point of view. I mean, we've done no attacking in this half at all. We're 53 in no. now. So Have we even been in their half with the ball? <laughs> no, I don't think so. We're about to have no, a throw in, in on halfway. That's quite positive. Ricketts is wasting time here. What is he doing? Ricketts has got two balls and just throwing them, throwing them away. <laughs> Ricketts having a word with the manager. Yeah, weird. Oh, he's Ref- yeah, he threw two balls away. To be fair, the referee's right. Naughty boy. Oh, <laughs> he is in the he's in the time wasted mode himself as manager. Oh well, why can't Ooh. blame him? Oh hello, from nothing we've got an attack on counter attack. Oh, yeah, Tracy was offside. Ah. Uh, Toto is screaming at the um, at the linesman. <laughs> They've switched players are not happy here, are they? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, they brought that problem on themselves. Their big number two centre-back, he's not. He's a bit cumbersome, isn't he? A big big lad, and he just didn't seem to have the flexibility to get to a ball, and suddenly he's left um, Toto exposed. But uh, yeah, they got away with it with the offside, fortunately. But 
Yeah, it just shows if we can find that right ball against you know that guy particularly, I think we could have some joy. A really good attack there from Shrewsbury Town. Mm. The ball forward, much about nothing. Um, Toto doesn't make a good clearance with the header. Comes to Worley. Um, Shrewsbury tapped down the right. And Miller crosses the ball into the box. Um, and, and we're playing overlapping um, central defenders. Williams has got forward as <laughs> <What>? well. Um, <laughs> got a cross in and then went for a throw. But that was good, that was. You know, Shrewsbury Town, um, you know, playing the percentages at times. Um, but, yeah, frustrating the opposition. And, yeah, they're fouling us and they're not very happy. No, and, and we've just won another free kick now after after that move you just talked about there, which um, Pew's getting on top of. But, yeah, all that came from a mistake from, from Toto, to be fair. And we just kept playing, didn't we? And, and, and actually threw some people forward. We're going to have to do that. You know, the best, surely the best way to win this is to just nick a second now, somehow. And, and you know, then be resolute. I, you know, you do worry. We don't, we don't want to be, yeah, no. I, I don't know what you're saying. You don't yeah. want to be 85 minutes, 1-0 up. Um, you want to try and get that second goal. Mm, and throwing a 1-0 lead away in the last five minutes will not be great for Sam Ricketts, let's be honest about it, um, as much as it's been positive. But oh, three kicks in now. Claimed by the goalkeeper. Nice shape on it by Norburn. It's, um, yeah, nothing doing there, Ollie. Should be doing well to win fouls here. Daniels just gets tripped there. And, um, yeah, takes a bit of time off the clock. Um, yeah, some of our more experienced older heads here. Yeah, helping us out. The more we break the game up as it goes on, the better, isn't it? You know, it, it yeah. can only help us going forward. So, um yeah, I, I, you know, let's break it up as much as possible. It won't. I just, you know, it won't be a great watch this second half for Shrewsbury Town fans. I don't think personally. Um, I think it will just be the the this, this the sort of Sam Ricketts approach of staying resolute. And yeah, this is this for me is this whole second half is can he manage this team and control them to be able to see out a lead in the last twenty five minutes? I think that's that's the test today. Um, I, I say it's a hard test. It's a way at Ipswich, but it is still a test, and it's a test that we really need to see him pass. So um, that for me is is how the game's evolving. I think as it goes on, Ollie. So Pierre has a foot race, a ball over the top, he wins, he goes <laughs> out for a throw-in, and then he gets absolutely done. Oh like my kipper, God, embarrassing. Um, Crossed into the box, Jackson, he hits Jackson more than he tries to shoot, and yeah, just goes out um, for a goal kick, and yeah, Ipswich nearly scored there, and they'll be ruined that missed chance potentially. Got a chance it was going in before that guy at the back post tried to tow it in. It looked like Jackson might have steered it into the bottom corner anyway, I'd like to see no, that again I, for a I third think, time. I think I think Bitcoin would have got to it. You reckon? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. they should have scored there. That's a terrible miss, to be honest. We were right on the line. Um, and yeah, the, these are the chances that are going to crop up. They're not creating many clear cut chances. That's their best chance of the whole game so far after sixty four. So, um, oh, best yeah. chance of the half, definitely. Best chance of the game, to be honest. <laughs> should have scored. Um, but yeah, they're starting to impose themselves a little bit more. Still not great. Still not too worried at the moment, personally. So I just meant to mention Ollie as we were talking about it. Ipswich just made. A couple more subs, and with the subs they made of their injuries, that was their third and fourth sub, mate. So they're down to just the one sub left now. So good job they've got five this week. Cause, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah mixed... I, said, I tweeted that earlier in the first half. Yeah, they've mixed it and right up. they needing those subs. Yeah, but uh, on top of that, Tracy's just been down injured. Doesn't look like he's coming off, although someone is giving a, a signal through to the bench, but he's, he's sort of limbering off. He's taking his shin yeah, pad Tracy off. Tracy looks like he's injured. Well, who do you wonder who's going to come on? Who, going... who, who do you bring on, Glenn, at this point? Um... Probably one of the strikers, Barney, probably a doe, a doe, maybe. Yeah, just playing through Cummings. the middle. Yeah, play a doe through the middle. He's shown he can do that at times, hasn't he? Um, that'd be my sub, I think. This is the successful side of Ricketts Ball. It's the same kind of tactic, but occasionally it gets results like this, whether it be in a, a cup game or you know we've we've only won like eight away games under Ricketts, so it doesn't happen very often away from home. But it is that when Ricketts Ball clicks, it's not amazing to watch, but it will get an impressive result like this. It's just hope they hold on, I suppose. But, you know, for everything we lament about this team, 
it kind of it kind of isn't anything different today. It's just a bit more energy taking taking advantage of an opportunity that's offered and, and then playing the game as we normally do. That's what I think anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Tracy went off, but he came back on again. Oh, yeah, he was good. all right. He was wasting time. <laughs> now he's doing little tricks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he was wasting time. <laughs> that's fine. His shin pads coming off was all for effect. Oh, my Ipswich was so quick to get that next attack going then. They really are up in the tempo, Ollie. Ooh. Taron, first shot on target in the oh, second half. Yeah. And Pew with an effort. That was a good one. That, that was, was a good strike. That, was. that could have gone anywhere. Yeah, it's, he's hit it straight at the keeper, unfortunately. Ollie, that's the problem. Oh man, yeah, they got got in. Little think it was a little flick from Wally, maybe it might have been uh, Tracy, but yeah, he's he's in, not out of the keeper. He's outside the box, but he catches it sweetly. Um, as I say, if it had been outside the keeper, you'd have liked to have seen him try and dive for that. But yeah, just out of nothing. That's what, what we're creating our chances out of nothing. But Ipswich's passing has gone to crap, Ollie. They've given the ball away in midfield three attacks in a row now. Dave Edwards is just sweeping it up, enjoying a little sort of leisurely second half here. So yeah, they, the intensity they had at the start of this half has really drifted out of them, hasn't it? So this is what Norburn and Edwards have done really well in this game. Obviously, you can't see what we're talking about, but they've been really good closing people down and just getting a foot in, ratting around, you know, almost sat as two defensive midfielders. Norburn's probably done a bit more attacking than Edwards, but they're just doing everything they need to do. And, and it does show you, I suppose, why Edwards has come back into the team because he does he does offer that, doesn't he? Yeah, no, that bit, that voice as well, that bit of leadership in the middle of the park, which is sometimes looks like from the outside it's been lacking a bit. I feel like if we got a second goal, the season's started finally. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like the goal at Wimbledon, the late goal was fun and fine and stuff, but it it did it just felt like a massive stick in plaster. Whereas this would be a second goal at the end of a positive performance and you know some somewhere really good against a good team, which hasn't happened for a long time. It does feel like this would be the start. Um, I know we're still 19 minutes away, but that's what it feels like. Yeah, no, it could be something. Oh, well, Charlie Daniels is down now. No, he's not. Norburn's down. Oh no! Oh, so. he's going off now. He, he was, Charlie Daniels was giving lots of hand signals that were like, no, no, no. I don't know what was going on there. It was very interesting. Yeah, I, Norburn's holding the back of his car for his knee again. It was his knees got injured last time, wasn't it? So that's not good. Oh, no. I mean, Walker would probably be the obvious sub here, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think so. Fingers crossed he'll be all right. Charlie Daniels in the second half always looks like a man who's had a very, very long late, like, late night out the day before. He's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's, he looks haggard. <laughs> Poor, he is old, I suppose. I shouldn't really be critical. I'm 40. But he does look haggard second half when you look at him, Charlie Daniels. Ollie Norburn's being cheeky there, trying, yeah, to, trying to waste a bit more time. Off the pitch the long way. <laughs> Dave Edwards is looking at him, saying, "Mate, I'm the one supposed to get injured. What are you doing?" <laughs> oh, Norburn is going off. Yeah, yeah. He's given the armband to, to Dave Edwards. That's what I mean. It's his knee. It's his knee injured before as well. That's bad. This is what we mean about all these bloody games and all these injuries we're getting. Dave Edwards, captain of Shrewsbury Town. I do like to see that Ollie. To be fair, he is. He is Mr. Shrewsbury. Who's, who's coming on then? Is it going to be Walker? Do you I'm guessing Walker. It's the obvious choice, isn't it? Or Vela, maybe. He's making us kick this before the sub's made. They must be getting right in the referee's ear about yeah. time-wasting now. Uh, there's going to be some interesting... If this stays like this, um, watching Paul Lambert's post-match is going to be quite entertaining. <laughs> we still haven't made our sub. Yeah, Vela's We're playing with 10. on. Oh, it's Vela, is it? Oh, OK. Yeah. I thought he might do, because Vela... Walker's a good player. I really do like Walker. But um, Vela's a bit quicker, isn't he? In, in, terms of in this situation where we're sitting deep, I would always prefer Walker. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of but Vela's better at pressing, and he's got he's mm. a bit faster in terms of covering covering the ground. Maybe, yeah, maybe. It's just as we get deeper and deeper, I, I think you know. It's now seventy four minutes in, you'd do Vela. Well, this is going to be, as you said, earlier, was... This is the test for them, isn't yeah, it? You know, last it... fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. How much do you want to win this, lads? How much? How much are you going to? You know, we've really went on the team in terms of that second goal against Swindon. You know, we don't want to see that kind of. Lacks a day school defender. No. Um, 
And if this is going to be a marker from a, a result, you'd want that performance as well from a defensive. The, the Bahami thing is you can't really argue with how they defended today. They've been really no, solid. Doing well. Doing well so far, but still, still But a game's 90 minutes, go. isn't it, at the end of the day? And if you, yeah. if you were to mess up twice now and concede two, then it doesn't really matter for anything as far as I'm <gasps> concerned. Oh. oh, God. There we go. Oh, for crying out loud, you're two, <laughs> you're two seconds ahead of me. Oh, man. Oh, God. Offside. As you were saying... Curse of the commentator. Oh, they've scored. <laughs> no, yeah. I thought he was walking back because it was offside. So, yeah, cross on the right-hand <laughs> side. Um, no one really puts any oh, pressure shit. on. Ebanks lists the mull ball and it goes into the back of the net. That's an own so, goal. That's an own just goal. Just as we were saying that's about an, that's an own defended goal. And, being, and being focused, um, Ebanks misses the ball. And, um, yeah, we concede when we're down to 10 men. That's an own goal, Ollie. I'm sure of it. Yeah. I, I think he's miscleared yeah, I'm not, it. I'm not sure it's an own... I don't think it's an own goal, mate. Mm. I think that's a goal straight from the corner. Oh, for Christ's sake. That is not great. No, it's definitely took a deflection. I will have to have another look if it, later on, but I, I think that might have gone down as an own goal. Someone check check the video printer, Ollie. See what they've see what they've given it as. But um, either way, just in all that positiveness we were talking about defending, it wasn't great defending. Whether he scored an own no. goal or completely... And that's why, as you were saying it, oh. it felt like it's cringing a bit. Everyone's going to curse us tomorrow when they listen to this but I was trying to be positive like they, they'd played well at the back but oh man if the wheels have not got to come off here they've just got to stay solid this is but this is this is a, still a big test mate this is Massive. a big test yeah so yeah um BBC um have gone for um Ebanks land on yeah. goal on Told the you. website yeah yeah it looked like an OG to me he's just gone he's had a swing at it and then it's a bit half-hearted and it's just trickled in past going harsh on Harry again he's just been absolutely hung out to dry, dry by the defenders but uh, changes the complex of this performance again, doesn't it, now, unfortunately. And as you were saying, yeah, we, we do look like when we go forward, we've got another goal in us, but I suspect we won't go forward again now. We'll be getting deeper and deeper. They'll just panic because they know that they've thrown so many points away and, and things like this late on. This is this is let's huge. This happens. is huge, Ollie, now. Yeah, this let's game. see what happens. Ugh, flipping it. I just wanted one nice afternoon, Ollie. Just one nice <laughs> afternoon. Why <laughs> can't we have it anymore? And that's, that's where I... <laughs> Couldn't yeah, you you said it a few times and when we've been talking kind of when we knew it wasn't gonna go in the podcast, there's a few things we were saying, I was like, I don't know, it's hard to get too confident about this team. There's a mistake in it, always a mistake in this back line. Yeah. So yeah, just had a, a tweet reply from Andy Lewis and I'll ask you the question, Glenn. Are you surprised? On the context of how they played in this game, no, I thought they were much more settled and solid. Um, but yeah, in the context of this season, no, really, because it just keeps happening, doesn't it? So um, yeah, a bit, a bit of yes and a bit of no, really, this week, Ollie. I can't say that they've been shambolically bad at the back today, no. but they've just, as usual... But you can't them. be surprised you've made a mistake. No, because they keep making these mistakes every single week. So um, that's unfortunate. Dave's got his head on his hands. He looks frustrated. Oh dear! I thought we were going to be cruising to quite a short, you know, podcast second half, but it, I think there's going to be a lot of content. Oh, making another sub finally, uh, yeah. Barnet oh, and a doe actually, two subs. Yeah, Jason Cummins still not getting a run out. <laughs> no, not, he's definitely. Uh, if someone bid for him in January, I suppose we might as well take some money for him, and we because it doesn't look like he's got much of a future here at the moment. The way it's going, he's got to be behind yeah. Clark as well. Yeah. God. No, it's um. Yeah, Cummins is a, must be a frustrated one. We haven't done much. We've had a few good counters. Yeah, that would give it. us that. Um, but yeah, in terms of um, attacking intent, it's been quite poor. But why why can't we play the whole game like, oh, it's across the back post, it could have one of the ones that dips in. You know, we played that first 10 minutes in a more positive attacking sense, didn't we? Obviously got the goal. If we hadn't scored a goal, you know, early on like we did, do you think we would have just kept playing like that? Because I think so. I think, I think that's the I frustrating thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think we're mentally very fragile, aren't we? Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of squad, uh, confidence in the squad because we're not winning games 
game winning games build confidence. And also we have no idea whether it is because the players don't really believe in the tactics or or the approach or the process that the manager keeps talking about, or is it the fact that just the fact that we haven't got results and haven't scored goals means that the confidence goes. But we're very um yeah, we're very fragile, aren't we? Um and yeah, it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating mm. season for us. It's interesting. I was looking at Twitter while you were talking there, Ollie, while you were kind of covering what was going on. It, the, the reaction's pretty negative. I mean, we've been quite positive on this podcast, I think. Because, yeah. you know, we're watching this game on the view of the one game, but I think it's really hard for Shrew Town fans to watch this game and watch what's just happened and put it just in the context of 90 minutes. I think that's Ricketts' problem, isn't it? Everything's viewed in the context of being bottom of League Two, throwing points away late on. You know, the whole thing just builds that narrative, doesn't it? And if we're not to get a second here, it doesn't... <laughs> It's a creditable away draw, but it's not. It's not actually helping Ricketts all that much. I don't think, which is which is a shame, really, because they put a fair bit of effort. He in needs, yeah, he needs a shot in the arm, doesn't he? In he terms of results, he needs a couple of wins. One in twelve is terrible. Yeah, one in twelve is pretty horrendous. Should we keeping the ball a bit better the last last few minutes. Oh, giving the ball away. That was a terrible ball. Who kicked that away then? Was it Pierre? Yeah, Oli. Uh... Just just absolutely wasting and just giving the ball to opposition, and that's that's just that's just. That's just not good enough. No. Well, Lewis Cox tweeted just before we started recording this that Pierre and Miller were practising long diagonal balls. Um, <laughs> that was exactly what they just did then. And it went to absolutely nobody. So, yeah, maybe a bit more practice required. Uh, Ipswich looks a bit ropey at the back here just for the last couple of minutes. But, um, we couldn't take advantage, unfortunately. And, and they come again. Um, yeah. We haven't created anything in the last five minutes, which is good. That was the long diagonal again from Pierre. <laughs> at least he got it to someone this time. <laughs> He's good in the air, Miller, isn't he? Yeah, he's definitely an outlet for that ball, but it does leave us. Mm. Good job they messed up the nips, which because it does leave us exposed to that quick counter down the. God, Toto slow. Oh, he's made a mistake. Oh Cross. my god! Ado should Ado score. Not good enough. Oh. Not good enough. So yeah, bit of a scramble attack, really, wasn't it? Mm. Barnet on the left hand side. Uh, the ball from Edwards to Barnet in space. Um, every time it switched kind of get the ball from the back, they really spread the back line out, don't they? Yeah. And in that space, Barnet got the ball. He crossed to, to Ado and oh, know, maybe a bit, a bit harsh yeah, again, but he fluffed it. He fluffed it. Yeah, it's a big chance. Toto was horrendous for a corner, there, though. Actually, he's gone for a corner, but I thought I thought he, well, good defending, but he should have done better than that. I think it's one of the ones where he def- he, the defender did win the ball first and knocked it off him instead, but um, this is a chance. This is the game for us, really, Pierre winded a side volley up at the back post. Didn't go anywhere near him in the end, though. I can see Ipswich winning this one. <laughs> Deflected goal from the edge of the box, you reckon? Standard Deflection, appro- yeah, standard over approach. the keeper. <laughs> poor, poor Harry. Becky's just brought me a fresh tea. Oh, nice. You don't get that out of the way at the football, do we you? Both, we've both had table-side service during this game, Molly. Yeah. That's one good thing about recording. It's a good couple as well. She's let it brew for the right amount of time. <laughs> Harry Burgoyne kicks the ball out of play. It was something that was picked up by um, the Ipswich analyst um, on Twitter about um, our goal kicks. Um, we would, say, would in defence of Harry though, he often doesn't have a target, does he? Not a great target. In defence of Harry, that's the first time he's done it in the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> so... no, yeah, I'm talking of the whole season. He's talking yeah. about as well. I wasn't sure about that one keeper. God, I can't remember their names now. Was Sarkic really? Was it Sarkic? His keeping his goal kicks didn't look great. I, mean, I think you mean Iliev. Iliev, his, was it? Okay, yeah, his I'm wasn't saying. as good. Sarkic looked an all-round good goalkeeper. And I think that's actually contributed a bit to our shaky defence, having change a goalkeeper all the time. Williams went in a bit high there. If he'd have yeah, caught the man, he, he might have been looking at a red. But yeah, Good was... defending from, from Mele. Put pressure on him, but, but did, not kept enough. Hands down. Yeah. yeah, kept his hands down. If he put his hands up there, that was a penalty. So, yeah, good defending from him. He's a, he's a good player. It'd be nice to keep him, I think. he's Out of all the right-backs we've got in the squad, for me, 
Um, I really like Fossey for his athleticism, mm. but I think Miller all around looks good and he seems quite, um, what do you say, like a, a good solid pro. Yeah. No, he looks like a, yeah, bit of a, bit smart of a, as well. A, a, a mature player. Yeah, they've got it, you know, what are we now? 89. So, yeah, time's flown by, Ollie. 89 43, and they're stuck at the back. There's only really Barnet up front now, sort of closing down. Everybody else is in, in shape. We just keep giving just, fouls away, though. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. They're just waiting for space. They're waiting. They're playing the possession game, which, you know, I, I wouldn't say too much, Glenn, in terms of it doesn't work because it only needs to work once now. Dave Edwards isn't going to play. Oh, they've made a horrendous mistake at the end here, Ollie. Toto's the last man against Barnet. <gasps> Barnet's done him. Toto's. Has corner. he given a penalty away? Oh. Is that not a penalty? It's he a corner. In there, oh, didn't he? Or did he, win? did he must have won the ball to go for a corner? But again, he got himself close. in so much trouble, Ollie. He's been the weak yeah. link, Toto, and we've not put enough on him today. Terrible so, yeah, defending. So Barnett tries to go past him. He, he does. He gets pulled back. But does he Does he foul him? Oof. I don't know. It looks very clumsy. It's, it's hard to see from the camera angle that we had. Well, we saw Toto give loads of penalties away like that. Clumsy penalties. That was what he always used to do, wasn't it? But we're looking to make another sub here. Waste a bit of time. Yeah. Bradley. So Yeah, so Walker's coming on for Pew. Are we going for central vendors? Or I think he's going to play in the field. <laughs> Yeah, I'd imagine but... Walker's going to sit, isn't he, in front of the back three now. The concerning thing for me is, yeah, we haven't got the win unless we score this last corner. We've knackered a few of our older players up in this game. Daniels, Edwards and Pugh all played 90 minutes pretty much today. Are they going to play 90 minutes at MK Dons again? You know, that's that's another one of the things about fitness, isn't it, Ollie? I mean, we don't look like we've got as leggy this game as we did against Swindon. No, we have I think the pitch better. played a part in that last week with the rain and stuff. Yeah, I think we have looked a bit better fitness-wise um, in this game. For the week off. Yeah, oh. it's definitely helped. Hello? Oh, oh, last chance from the corner spinner. came out to Vela and it's it's nearer for a throw in than a, than a corner. So, um, yeah, he did wind one up though. Yeah, Daniels always puts a good ball in, doesn't mm. he? He's definitely a, um, a threat from set pieces. I can't believe that got a replay. <laughs> it's not a great, <laughs> check, not a great shot. It missed the edge of the, the box in the end, but um, there we go. So we're, we're two minutes into extra time. Yeah, they've not had a chance for ages in this game. Oh, he's missed it. So the free kick comes in completely unmarked. He headed wide. The Ipswich striker, well, defender, I think it was actually. That was a huge chance, Ollie. They probably should yeah. have, should have scored there. Yeah, they should have scored then. He's absolutely on his own. It's that that oh, central defender number two. What defending is that? That is terrible. Harry is not happy. Pierre's pointing. That in. is terrible defending. Oh. And that's just that we've just got this in it, haven't we? We've yep. just got this error in us. And if we conceded there, it would have been a foul would given given away, and then let a man free. You make your own luck, don't you, Glenn? You certainly do. So with three minutes to go, Ollie. Ipswich still pressing. I think we've got a throw in out right now. Um, we'll probably talk we'll probably talk all the way through these next three minutes now, but yeah. Throw in, completely unmarked. Oh god, if they score from this there'll be a lot of things to point fingers out. Luckily Ipswich have got themselves stuck a little bit um, on the edge of the box. Pretty much every man behind the ball for town now. Um cross in from wide. That's fine for us. The crosses in like that, we've done fine with, haven't we, to be fair? Dave's charging out. <laughs> Dave is charging out here. If he finds the right ball, foul. That's a foul. Oh, ref. That's a foul. He just charged in the back of him. Yeah. That's a foul every day of the week. Don't you feel like the, the referee's <laughs> been a bit bit more pro-home team here at this moment in time? I wouldn't have liked to see him get a penalty shout in the last five minutes and <laughs> seen what he does, but yeah, I don't know. See, we don't do that under Ricketts, do we? Not Hurst-esque. We never go and sit in the corner normally. We should. See, look, we're crossing it in there with a minute to go. I suppose we want the point, don't we? But if we were to go on to lose it, he would probably be cursing that. So, 1.45 left. We're going to get a point out of something that could have been better, I think, Carly. But 
I think before the game started, you would have taken a point. Yeah. But that's the problem, isn't it? The whole, well, before the game, you would have took it. But you've watched the game. You've seen us get ahead. I, to be fair, we don't deserve to win this game. No, we don't deserve We haven't had enough, created enough chances to win no the chance. game. Um, yeah. Ipswich haven't been fantastic. Um, but, yeah, there's still two minutes left. <laughs> there's still time. But, yeah, they haven't done enough, really, to... to you know, we haven't forced Harry Begoyne to make lots of saves. Yeah, they've had a couple of chances where they maybe could have done better. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's been a, a solid performance from town from a defensive point of view. Um, but it's not the kind of performance... Uh, that's going to kind of save you from a relegation fight. No. What are you? There we go. Oh no! Oh no! We've lost it in the ninety-sixth minute, fourteen. Se- I can't believe it! I, I can't believe I it. Saying, um, it hasn't been a great performance, and it's not the kind of performance that's going to save you from relegation. <laughs> I told you, Glenn, didn't I? All the way through this podcast in the second half and the first, I've been telling you. There's a long way to go yet, and we've got mistakes in us. And Harry, there we go. that's awful from Burgoyne. He's just spooned it out to the right. Defenders could have got to it first. I, I, I'm saying I can't believe it. It's entirely predictable. Oh, they got fuck Ricketts off. This is absolutely ridiculous now. Like it keeps happening every single week. It's Why? A, uh, this is it's a, a, the team's weak. We keep talking about it. We've been we we keep trying to talk about complex things, don't we? We keep the, trying to find answers, and you see the fans online trying to you know find answers to this. Sing, we're not a very good football team. It's as simple as that. We can't oh. go for the whole 90 minutes. Nope. And here we An go. OG. We've lost again. A mistake. Oh, this. It, I'm angry. Ollie, I'm angry now. It, it's just two games in a row now. This late goal nonsense. And yeah, he's brought four subs on. It's not like we're tired, but he's not changed any of the back line, has he, I suppose. But it's just errors, 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 errors. And, you know... Look at the heads. They're, they're, Dave Edwards is literally crying by the look of it. Look how upset he is. He looks really knocked, knocked off. But this is not good enough at all. This is relegation. Edwards knows we're going to get relegated playing like this. Which look one winning twelve, mate? He's absolutely gutted, Dave. Look at him. But this is. But while we did, we'll give we we'll give the team credit for for fighting and going for most of the game. But if you're not going to score, if you're only going to score one goal and you're not going to try and score another one, you're at risk. And you keep just conceding goals, you're at risk of losing games. We'll just lose games every bloody week. It'd be fascinating week to see what other people think about this one, Glenn. And I yeah. think this is going to be great now because we're going to get fans on to share their thoughts. Yeah. Oh, that's town. Oh, surely. Oh, oh. we've had a chance with a minute to go. <laughs> oh, and they've cleared it off the line. It's like, oh, man. Favorites. It was the charge of the light brigade, really, that last sort of last death. The death rattle, that was, Ollie, I think, is what they call it, isn't it? Where, uh, you know, there's a bit of life before you, you pass on. I think we're seeing the, the Sam Ricketts death rattle. Um, we're into 82 26, uh, sorry, 92 8 26 here. We've gone. Oh. Mm. oh yeah, fires are day. you anyway. That's it. Got we game over that, isn't it? Oh, my God. Defensive errors again, Glenn. Defensive errors again. Well, you said with 15 minutes to go, Ipswich are going to win this. It was entirely predictable again, wasn't it? Yeah. It's just Groundhog Day. We're seeing the same thing happen over... Oh, Doe was unlucky with that last chance. He actually lobbed the defender and yeah. another defender came round and, and got but it. You but you just um... knew. It's just it's just, it's just like... That's the thing I've seen town fans. I was chatting to um, um to Lewis Jones, Ipswich Shrew, who hopefully we'll have on shortly. Yeah. Um, and he was chatting to me uh, about the game and he seemed quite excited and looking forward to it. And obviously because it's his home game. But I, I don't know. It was. I said I'm not as. I said to him, I'm not as positive as you. Mm. And there we go. Two one. Shrewsbury Town lose yet again. A Sam terrible, Ricketts. terrible thoughts. Where are we in the league, Lynn? I don't want to look. Can you look at the table live, Ollie? So live league table. We are twenty second. Twelve games. Um, 
They're 13 games now, isn't it? You know, yeah. 12 games. No, 12 games. With eight points. <laughs> Absolutely dog shit. Yeah, I, well, we can't keep repeating the point, can we? We've both said what we think. Is There is no point in keeping him. He's lost the ability of, to manage this team to wins. He can't do it in the Football League. You know, he can just go on about his unlucky stories and stuff, but we didn't create enough in that game. We coughed up chances, we made individual errors, and we weren't good enough. And and you can look at the positives of scoring a penalty away at Ipswich, but again, we haven't scored from open play. You know, we've missed maybe one half decent chance as the game went on. They've missed loads. It's just, I, I, I wanted so to be positive during this, terms. but you've, you've got to be Yeah, we flattered to, to deceive, Glenn. Yeah. We flattered to deceive. We, yeah, yeah we, we scored a nice goal, we worked quite hard, but ultimately, we cracked again. We failed again, and Sam Ricketts has failed again, and that's why I just got no under no. I can't understand why he's still our manager. We knew we were going to lose this game. No, no, it, that isn't something that saves you. Just get it done, Brian. Jesus Christ! I mean, I've had a couple well, of crabbies here, it? but that's you know. an interesting point, Glenn. So we keep we hear these rumours that the, the board is split, and there's three directors of the club, and they all have a vote. Maybe Brian has a vote as well, but they're split. But I'd love to know who that person is. Who out of the the chair the, the board members think the manager's going to turn this around because he's won what something like twenty three percent of his games and we've won one this season we've got nearly point six goals sorry point six points per game it's relegation form Dave Edwards is limping off here as well um we've got to be real here right the pressure is going slowly off the manager. There's, there's no one that really wants him to stay anymore. We're beyond that point. The pressure's firmly onto the board now. You know, It's their intransigence and their um, slowness to react to this situation and the impending crisis that this is going to cause this football club. It's their inability to manage this now as people who are in charge of our football club that is becoming my focus. And to be honest with you, it's coming the focus of my ire. I can't really say anything else about Ricketts. Yeah. Everything well, we've you seen saw today, me in the midweek, didn't yeah. you, Glenn? I was questioning and asking, you know, who, who, who's making these decisions now? Because uh, no, it's the board. The board are not making yeah. a decision. No one's the fans can see, can see it. No, I don't know. I still probably won't get sacked. We'll be moaning about this next week when we well, play that's MK the point. Dons. And that was the question <laughs> I had for you, Glenn. So going into this game, you know, we expected to lose this game and we've lost it. Um, what, what, what do we expect to happen? Yeah, I, I, I'm finding it hard to talk. I mean, we're doing this podcast live, which is one of the more interesting things yeah. about it, is I haven't had time to compose my thoughts. I'm actually befuddled and a bit... I'm quite upset about what I've just seen because... Yeah. My bloody football team is slipping towards relegation. And we're like, you know, it's not overreaction. It's end of November. We've got the Christmas period to come up. We don't look like a team going to get wins soon. And I'm, I'm actually upset and frustrated about it because I don't want to see us get relegated. And so I, we can just talk around this for hours, Ollie. I think we should yeah. just leave our so, section here and, so, and hear what the fans have got to say, really. Yeah, so let's get some fans in, Glenn. It's pretty much like a couple of seconds later. Let's get some fans on. So, welcome to the venting. So, not the verdict, <laughs> the venting, because, yeah, we want to get fans on, and obviously we've, me and Glenn have just watched the game live, and we're getting some fans on for their reaction straight away. So, yeah, welcome to the podcast, Anthony. And also, you're our first um, non, non-UK um, kind of, yeah, guest, so welcome to the pod. Thanks for having me. Should I put on a Canadian accent for you? or? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, so you're based in, in, in Toronto, aren't you? I am, yeah eight years now uh so yeah i've just been watching on iFollow. i don't know how much swearing you allow here but that was just bollocks really wasn't it we were saying ollie weren't we in, in the commentary that it was entirely predictable and obviously you you were saying you're from canada and you obviously watch all the games on iFollow. but it just it just had this sense of inevitability about it didn't it it did like i mean i don't know if you saw my tweet i tweeted we're gonna concede i can see it i can feel it coming <laughs> and literally a minute later what happened own goal it was just ah oh, like I don't know if you noticed this as well, but about two, three minutes before the own goal, 
there was a an Ipswich player down uh, nearer to our penalty box. Have you have you noticed the the, the body language? If you look at mm. Pierre walking around the pitch as if he's just got the weight of the world on his shoulders, he's, he, his body language is terrible. He, he looks like completely different to last year. Mm. Like last was pretty solid, and I don't know what is I don't know what's up with this guy at the moment. He's he's not having a he's not having a good season. But then again, we're not having a good season anyway, are we? Who is having a good season, mate? In that Shrewsbury Town team. I, don't, I can't. I can't pull anybody out of that team right now and say, yeah, this this person is definitely pulling the rate, the weight of the team. There's a few good performances today. Don't get me wrong, but mm. overall, I just knew it was coming. We haven't. We're yet to win. You know, we're yet to score and then hold on and win the game. It's just, oh, it's so frustrating. Like even before we started this part, like Lee and I can tell the frustration in your voice. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. We got quite angry towards the end there, Ollie, and you'll listen to that when you when you hear the podcast back tomorrow. But yeah, it just just the frustration of it. And I think for you know we talk about Ricketts really is the fact that they've thrown it away like they did at the end, two games back to back now. And he always says, you know, you won't find my players not going to the end and and that sort of thing. You know, to to have done that. To have done that twice in a row when it's been a long-term problem is pretty pretty fatal for him, isn't it? I've got a question that that second goal. Uh, mm. There's five players in the box. Five players yep. in the box. There. I mean, Bergoin is 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 palmed it away. Palmed it away. It, maybe he could have caught it. I mean, it's all happening in real time. It's okay for me to say this looking at it over video, and I did watch it back just before we started this. Mm. But why is there no? Why isn't one of those five players heading straight to the goal line? Yeah, it's a great shout. Yeah. Poor defending. And the, the thing is, as well, is we gave them a chance just before then as well. Good. Teams know, keep going, keep going, don't stop, and we'll give you a chance. And we gave them a chance. They headed wise from that free kick. Um, how did their central defender get so much space? And as you say, um, Andy, you know, the defence just looked, they looked they've got no confidence. And for you, is, is that the manager or the players or both? Both. It's both. I mean, they looked at mm. C there. And uh, I mean, I don't know why he left it. So, I mean, this is not directly on the defenders, but why did he leave it so late to make these substitutions? I said it like before half time. We should probably take Tracy off. He's not really done much in the game. Let's get a striker on, get another goal, and like maybe you know capitalize on. We were doing all right. I mean, mm. we didn't have a clear cut chances. I think we only had about three or four shots for the whole game, so we weren't dominating them. But we looked pretty comfortable for a, a, a large portion of the game. So why did we not capitalize on it? We just we should have taken Tracy off. Maybe put a dough on, or what? Where's Cummings? Like <laughs> he's gone soon, isn't he? I bet that's that's why he's got to be gone in January. Why would you? Why would he hang around here? If we get a bid, we might as well take the money. It's we've yeah. mentioned this on the pod, but it it is frustrating, and um, yeah, just just the the nature of of the losses, really. I suppose. What was your on? I suppose if you went, let's talk at one positive. Who, who would you have said was your man of the match today? I would have said Burgoyne until the goal. Oh no! <laughs> I, I think he. I feel sorry for him. He's obviously not got like a confident set of defenders in front of him right now, and he's mm. doing everything he can. And he's 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 doing his best. I think he's I think he's doing all right, to be honest. But it's the collective it's the collective mistakes of the whole team that's just dragging everything dragging everything down. And I don't know. It's like a ship without a rudder when you look at it. It's, uh, I've been building this up all season, so this is the first time I've actually been able to vent to someone who's going <laughs> to understand what. I'm doing, to be honest, it's I fine. just feel. So- Lost. I've lost a lot of interest in 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 this team, to be honest. 
A ship without a rudder is a good analogy, isn't it, Ollie? And it, to me, it's more like a ship without a captain. You know, the manager isn't the captain and, and leading this ship well, is it, Ollie? I don't know. Have you got any more questions, Ollie, or should we let this man get back to enjoy the rest of his day in Canada? Yeah, so, yeah, really appreciate <laughs> you coming on. And it was great to hear your thoughts. Um, yes. Yeah, really appreciate your yeah, contribution. Um, great to have you on. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I know that wasn't a technical analysis. I was more than just me <laughs> My frustration, to be honest with you, but thanks for having me, boys, and I look forward to hearing the podcast. Yeah, there's no technical analysis when we're as angry as we are now, so don't worry about <laughs> that. And yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll try and get you on again somewhere down the line. Yeah, have hopefully to get you on for a better times. Yeah. All right, boys. So we've so we've gone from Toronto to Ipswich now. Okay. So um, yeah, thanks for joining us on the podcast, Lewis. So yeah, what's your kind of immediate thoughts after that? Do you know what? My heart is still beating because for the whole of that game, my nerves were just shaking. Um, even as soon as we scored the penalty, I thought this is going to be a very long game. It was very much like where, well, it's like the Gillingham one where you just, it's always like, can we get the second? Can we get the second? No. Okay, we're going to have to hang on here. But to be fair, I thought defensively as a team, we played a lot better than we have done recently. And we were winning all the all the headers, all the most of the crosses. We weren't giving it too much. And it's so frustrating, isn't it? To have two mistakes in the area of the team that we've been worried about prior to this game to have cost us when we didn't deserve it. We deserved a point. We we gone there, got the early goal, which is what you cry out for in a away game. Mm. Right, okay, got the early goal, perfect. Let's work with this. Can we get a second? It's which weren't creating anything. It was so frustrating the way that's finished, and that, it feels like that could be the season killer because of the impact on the points gap at the bottom. The fact that we were so near getting something at a, we weren't expecting to, were we? We weren't expecting to get anything at Ipswich, and we went and got something, almost got something, sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're right, and almost is the problem, isn't it? It, it? it was so close, and to have thrown it away in that fashion, we, we just asked our, our previous guest about it, but it, it's the fashion and the, the nature of that late goal that's so damaging to the player's confidence and the manager, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the other thing for me... I've normally had good experience with the eye follow, but for me, for some reason, there was a two to three minute delay. Oh, and no. I had my head and I had the ping in my phone of the message that you get when the goal notification and my heart sank. And it was such an agony when I had mates texting me saying, oh, I'm so sorry, Lewis. And I thought, oh, balls. I mean, defensively, we know we've had problems, but again, it, it wasn't, you know, you think about last week and how that was really shocking defending at times. Mm. But today, they put a shift and they did what you wanted them to do. Grind out, dig in, work, work your ass off, you know, work your butt off sort of thing. And it feels like that could be the killer for me in terms of, I mean, there was a bit of hope when you thought, well, we look like we've got a bit about us, a bit of steeliness to come and get a result here, which is what we needed. So I, 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 I'm shaking because I was so nervous for that second half and I'm shaking in terms of I'm frustrated. Yeah. Did you think we were going to hold on, Lewis? I wouldn't say it was a guarantee or certainty, but the way the game would go and the way the Ipswich were playing, they didn't seem to really create much. And what I thought was interesting is when they brought Norwood on, I mean, they took Jackson off, but when they brought Norwood on, they seemed to almost like we gained about a 10-minute spell where we suddenly we had a bit of space and played some football. And I don't know whether they changed their shape and tried to go a bit more, had more bodies up front so it gave us a bit of midfield. But suddenly we were starting to get in behind them. And, and Enciala, they kept going on Enciala, didn't they? That, you know... Barnett and uh, Pugh, I think, at one point had a penalty shout, didn't they, I think? Yeah. But suddenly we had a little spell. Suddenly we were creating half chances. And again, it was like, come on, come on, just finish it off. And I didn't – I was I was anxious because, you know, we, we know we do seem to – like we've done all season. 
but I didn't think it was gonna. I don't know how the sense we were gonna hold on, and, yeah. and, it and it was just again the way the goal. I wouldn't have mattered if it was like a, a thirty-yard worldie or something. But it's just <laughs> amazing, isn't it? It was a shambles of a goal. We, we talked about that with our last guest and how the defenders should have got to it. I suppose we were trying to go through as many guests as we can, Lewis. It's great to have you on. I'm sure we'll get you back on again. But last question, I suppose, from, from me to you here is, where are you at with Sam Ricketts? What should happen now? I think he should go, but I don't think it, he will go. I, I, I have a sense mm. that the club are just going to try and wind down as much, not wind down time, try and give as much as possible because of the fact he's out of contract. I said the question is, the likelihood is that if he's out, he's already out of contract, so... What can the club do to convince the fans that he should earn a new contract regardless of what league we're in next season? Because yep. he's out of contract either way, if we stay up or, or not. So you could say, well, he's not. you can't see him being there next season either way. So when do you make that decision? I would just say, that I, I mean, I, I think Ricketts has, has made mistakes. Of course he has. Mm. But I, I, I feel sorry for him tonight because he, he actually had a game plan that was working today. He was, going, he was there on the verge of getting a point. And he's been let down by mistakes. Yeah, players, players. Like I, I do sense that other times I've thought about when you've, you've you've let that run away yourself there, Ricketts. But I thought today he actually deserved some a bit more out of that game today. Yeah, we didn't deserve to win, did we, Lewis? That's fair. Yeah. I don't think we ever deserved the win in all honesty on the way the game went. And I think me and Ollie were talking about this in saying that you know the essence is the way that game went is the way that the games before we lost, obviously, but it was still going along the same pattern as the other games where we've just sat back deep and, and caused our own problems. And as much as we looked a bit more defensively solid, um, yeah, as you've said, the ri- the risk is always there that it's just never going to be enough because our, our game is so marginal. And the, we, we, it just you know the frustrating thing for us is it feels like he isn't learning that lesson, is he? No, um, I mean he changed it, in, you know he did. I felt he made a positive change by freshening up with, with Barnett and the Doka and all. You know, expect them to yeah. run the channels. And again, because Enciala was the weak point, and I've got friends who were texting me during the game who were saying Enciala is a weak point, and we were working on that quite well at times. It was um, awful. Yeah, it was poor, but at the end day, we didn't really create that clear cut second chance. We had half yeah. moments, and yeah, but at the end day. Whenever we're on top, we need to get that second goal. <laughs> yeah. We thought we did that against Switzerland. But, you know, you know a town, you know you can never rely on just one goal. So, yes, lessons haven't really been learnt there. So, yeah, thanks for thanks for the comments, Lewis. It was great to hear from you. And we should just mention, we, met, we didn't say, but you are actually from Ipswich, aren't you? So, of everybody tonight, I feel for you the most because, you know, luckily, I suppose, on, on lockdown, you don't have to go back into work and see your colleagues or Ipswich fans. But good luck in Ipswich this week, Lewis. That's fine. That, that WhatsApp is certainly going mad this evening. So even though I can't see people, let me know on WhatsApp. <laughs> Cheers, man. Bye. And good evening, lads. Hi, Tom. Hello. So, Tom, what do you make of that? Well, entirely expected. Mm. <laughs> I mean, everybody saw it coming, didn't they? Second, it was seven minutes. That was that. God almighty, yeah, frustrating. We just had the same thing with two guests before you as well in terms of the nature of, of the loss and stuff. And I don't know, what does it what does it really change any of the narratives around Shrewsbury Town Football Club and the manager at the moment? Or are we just in that continual holding pattern for you, Tom? Yeah, we were. We went into this game knowing we were going to lose, weren't we? I mean, <laughs> well, it's not going to change anything in the, for the board, like I said. They, they all knew this was going to happen. So mm. if they wanted Red Dead, they'd done it last week. True enough, true enough, yeah. It's frustrating though, isn't it? And maybe MK Dons is a better judge, really, of, of where we're at now. If you can't get a win against them on, on Tuesday, then it really is the pits, isn't it? <laughs> well, could it get any worse? <laughs> I mean, well, they lost 3-1 to Hull today, didn't they? 
they, they're going to want a result as well. So it's not going to be like it's going to be an easy game either. Yeah, and we've got awful record at MK Dons as well, don't we? Which is which is not particularly encouraging. I don't know. We, we asked a couple of the guests, well, one of the guests for their man of the match today. I don't know. Who who would you have gone for today, Tom? Burgoyne had a nice moustache. I mean, that just put him up there. <laughs> You're the second person to say Burgoyne, and he made the he made the game losing mistake right at the end of the game, so um, it doesn't I, really tell you much, does it? Like Norbs was pretty good up until about an hour, and then he mm. seemed to drift out the game a bit. But I mean, he had a good, definitely a good first half. Yeah, true enough. Oh well, have you got anything positive to say, Tom, or are you just as depressed as everybody else? I won a hundred quid betting on Ipswich, and yeah, then there we go. You know, you've got to take you've got to take these small things when you can when you you know such a huge playing sport, didn't you? So. Buy your money today. That was to be fair. All right, thank you for that, Tom. If you've got anything <laughs> else to say, we'll have you back on as the season goes on. But cheers for that, mate. Yep, thank you very much. We'll see you again. Cheers. All right. Hi, Josh. How you doing? Not well. Could be better, couldn't you? <laughs> Did you expect but, that to happen? Bad as it sounds, yes. Because well, we three one up with fifty six gone against Swindon on sat on sat last Saturday. But he didn't go defensive, but he's, it's the same. We're just giving it away and throwing it. We're just throwing it away and stopping time again. Mm, and that's the frustration, isn't it? It's it's the continual pattern and it's happening time and time again. And just asked our last guest, I mean, really, does it change any of the situation we're in now? I mean, it doesn't seem like the board are that bothered about these results at the moment. And it's a game we were expected to lose. So do you think crickets will be in charge on Tuesday? Well, I don't know if you heard my, did you hear my radio option to remark after the Burton game. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, you were frustrated. <laughs> Very. Um, <laughs> no, I just, I just, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Like he doesn't seem to be able to motivate players, does he? Really. And the way I'm saying it with Sam Ricketts, and going back to your point there about whether we can see him in charge on Tuesday. Uh, who was Tuesday? MK, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. MK Don's on Tuesday night. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can see him being in charge. But my point is, if all this rubbish, this is rubbish, isn't it? About the can't afford to sack him because if you think we don't about know it, that's true though do we josh well i feel like, i feel like it's rubbish because if, if you think about it look at bristol rovers last week last week wasn't it yep. bristol rovers last week they they are or were four points ahead of us and in four point places above us in the table they still managed to sack him mm. yep. so and, you, and uh, glenn i referred to your point i listened to the last podcast as well yesterday afternoon and the point about Sean Goss and all love still being on the wage book when they're not playing. Mm. What's, what's the point? It's daft. There's so many, so many things. I think when you're in a crisis, Ollie, and we've talked about this before, it's easy to kind of start picking up a lot of different threads to do with how the squad's been built and all of those issues, isn't it? And, you know, we've done that to death. I suppose, you know, focusing on the game today, um, we, we're kind of just trying to look at one positive here, but who, who was your man of the match? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's huffed when we asked them so far. <laughs> well, well, I know, but it, it's just difficult to choose yeah, one really, because it's because at the end of the day, you know, we tried to whatever it seems to be doing with the, this squad. I mean, they can't be happy with that, can they? No, no, you'd hope they not. Yeah. So, so who's your man of match? <laughs> I've got one. Oh well, there we go. That's fair enough. We don't pick them always, do we, Ollie? So uh, we'll have to have a think when we do ours in a minute. But um, yeah, there we go. Cheers, cheers for the comments, and we're trying to rattle through some calls here. But yeah, yeah. keep keep your chin up. It'll sure it'll get better one day. <laughs> cheers, cheers, Josh. Thanks for coming on, mate. Hi, Sean. How you doing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, disappointed. Mm. So disappointed. I, I am, and I'm I'm kind of sat here at the moment thinking I was expecting that to happen. I don't know why, but that last ten minutes, I just thought, and I literally called it about fifteen seconds before that second goal went, and I turned to my mum and I said, "They're going to score here. I've got this feeling." 
So I'm off to go and buy a lottery ticket because I seem to have called it right today. So hopefully oh. I'll, I'll get the right numbers tonight. <laughs> Ollie called it 15 minutes before the end of the game, so he should go, definitely go and get a lottery ticket because you could see the, the writing on the wall there. But yeah, obviously you've been in, you know, we've had you on the podcast before and you are a, a football manager and it probably was just worth, you know, in terms of the, the women's game, you've been involved in that for quite a while now, haven't you? And just what do you think about what's happening at the end of games? You know, just if we could focus on that review, the mentality of how we're approaching the last five minutes and extra time, you know, it's a pattern that keeps repeating itself. It's surely there's something there it, it, that's going on at the moment. Well, I said last week after the Swindon game, I thought, we were very negative in our approach second half. Um, I think if we're more proactive, getting the ball forward more and not having to sit back, I think we see games out better. Yeah. Um, we were doing stuff like that last year. We could see games out, but this season it feels like every single time we're in that position, I just don't see us having the mentality or having the uh, the players to get it done. Well, actually, no, I do feel we have got the players to get it done, but I think there's a an ingrained mentality at the moment where we just can't get it done and we're mm. literally just full of errors. Confidence is going to be shot to pieces tonight, 100%, because I don't think, in truth, I don't think we deserve to lose. That, that's my opinion. I don't think mm-hmm. we deserve to lose today because I don't think Ipswich did an awful lot to us. But when you start to sit back and you invite pressure on, there's only going to be one outcome if you're if you're not careful. And we, we, we've been walking that tightrope for too long and we've been punished now twice in a week um yeah we should have won last week we were comfortable but then all of a sudden when you start giving goals away I know I know Ollie went nuts on the second goal we gave to Swindon and I was, <laughs> I was to be honest I was he's spot on it was spot on because there's no way somebody should walk through our two lines of defense to then square it to somebody just to have time to compose and shoot and put it in the back of the net um yeah it's just really frustrating and it's really I, I don't see any any comeback now. No. Um, so that's I what you're going to ask you that time. question then, Sean. Like you know, you, you can you can forgive you know you can give a pattern and then you know it becomes a trend. You know, we're 12 games in now. We've won one game, and, and as you, as one of our earlier um, um, callers mentioned, you know we haven't been able to keep a lead. We only beat wow. Wimbledon because we scored an extra time, um, and. <laughs> Just doesn't, it just feels like yeah, self-fulfilling prophecy every time we have a game now. So, so for you, you think we need to change manager at ASAP? One hundred percent. And it's like Mike said on the podcast. I think he said was he on the guest last week? Yeah. Where he said he's been here now two years and we haven't progressed and we haven't. He's spot on because we've just been we've just plodded on in exactly the same, um, if not gone backwards. So when a new manager comes in, there should be that new manager bounce. But we never really had that new manager bounce. The new we manager didn't. Bounce, the new manager bounce came with Danny Coyne and Eric Ramsey in charge. Yeah, and um, if it wasn't for those wins under Danny and under under, under um, nearly Danny, I'm, I'm praying there for a new manager. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. In, in terms of a goalkeeping coach, had a better win ratio than Sam Ricketts, and <laughs> it's got a bit better last season. Yeah. But now it's gone down yeah. again, and yeah, yeah, it's not good. Is it? Look, he's he's given us, and I will always give him credit for the cup runs that we had. He's given us some great nights in the cup runs, um, but. League-wise, nah. You know, I think it's it was a big gamble which we took on him in the first place. Anyway, for somebody that only been in management for six months, and you know, you always every single fan will so always say you always want a manager to work out for you. You never want anybody to fail. But I think it's got to the point now where it's like I can't mm. see no coming back now. 
the only new manager bounce I want, Sean, is the bounce of Ricketts out the fucking football club, to be honest with you, because he's got to be booted out I at agree. some point. Um, but no, yeah, I, I, I suppose the last thing to really talk to you is, uh, you know, are you, well, obviously probably all, all are concerned of it, but I just looked at the league table. We're four points from safety now. You know, there's starting to be the argument that the gaps are getting bigger as the weeks go on. You know, do you think this is a team, even with a change of manager, that could still go down? Uh, there's always that possibility, mm. isn't there? But mm. I, do th- I do think that there's enough quality in there that you look back, if I look back at that time when we were rock bottom of the league, one before Paul Hurst came in, the, the quality in that, that team was, it was, it was shit. It was, the, it was probably the worst team I've ever seen in Shrewsbury Town for a long, long time because we were just, we were a mess all the way through. But I do feel we've got good players here. Yeah. You know, you, you, your back line of Roshan, Ebanks, Landell and um, Pierre, they don't go bad players overnight. You know, mm. last season they were, they were solid. They don't go bad overnight. So you've got, if you get them playing with a little bit more confidence, get that get that defensive record back again, then fine, we'll we'll be better there. But then you've got players on the pitch that you can that can score goals. You know, I don't know what Jason Cummins has done. I don't know if he's had an affair with Ricketts' wife or something. But <laughs> I have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? He's, he should be. We've got a goal scorer there potentially, but he's been played out wide right. Um, and when you've got a goal scorer playing out wide, you know you're never going to get 30 goals out of him. He might no. never never score 30 goals. Not in this team. Not not no. in the way we play. I mean, it's a great idea, you know, to try and copy that kind of Liverpool Salah kind of play. But you know, you think about coming <laughs> playing wide out right. How many chances has he had? Even a doe, even any striker we have doesn't have many chances, do they? Yeah, we, we're not creative enough. We're not creative enough. And you know, and I, when I listen to some of his interviews, I'm just baffled. Like when he comes out with stats and you know, possession's good. Possession doesn't win your football games. You know, Leicester City won the Premier League on 25% every week. If we go and win a game one mm-hmm. nil every week and we've had 20% possession, nobody cares about possession. Early, they only look at the end result. And since since he since he come out with that stupid quote, we've we've lost every we've we've not won any possession games anyway. Yeah, we've, we've been exactly. less possession every week and. You know, our passing's gone down and, yeah, I just think now's the time for a new change. Um, I, I I know I'd want back straight away, I'd want Paul Hurst, but I know there's a lot of people out there that wouldn't. I, I'm, 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 I'm not, I, I don't hold grudges against him, you know, the opportunity came, could it have been done better? Yes. But, you know, he was better in his career, he's probably earning double the money and what he was on at Shrewsbury Town, probably more. I don't blame mm. the guy. Don't well, at, the, at this moment in time, Sam Ricketts is going to leave the football club with a worse reputation than Paul Hurst for me because he's t- turned us into absolute shit. Whereas he's Paul Hurst, he's Paul Hurst turned us into a good football team at the time. So yeah. there and we, we go. Enjoyed I, those moments. Exactly. Yeah. So thanks for that, Sean. Uh, yeah, no, we've well, enjoyed getting some guests on, and uh, we'll have you on as the season progresses. Cheers, mate. Cheers, man. And with that, myself and Ollie finished our extremely busy Saturday afternoon recording the podcast now. I'm just editing this together on Sunday afternoon. So I hope it's come together really well for everybody and um, they enjoy listening to something a little bit different. Um, we won't do this all the time. Um, it was quite quite a long day, but um, I think, you know, in terms of the context of that game and, and what went on, it was a, a good day to have done it. So, yeah, we're back with a normal podcast next week, hopefully getting a guest. And, and we will try and bring back the venting, um, you know, on a more regular basis because uh, we, we feel like that went really well. So, yeah, thanks for everyone for listening. Um, Um, Hopefully we look forward to some better results this week and we'll catch you next Sunday.